Well, howdy do. Holy cow. New year, new snarf. All new, all snarf, all year. 2024. Can you believe it? I really can't. It's weird. Um, Shoot. Like sitting in this again. Yeah. I don't know. It's. uh, Are we live on Facebook? Let's check that out before we do anything. um, We are on YouTube. Anybody out there in Facebook land, if you can see our videos, um, let us know. Um, Yeah, we are. We're live. I see it right now. Sweet. Uh, So we're good to go. We did did it. it. Like first try. (laughs) Normally we have to like redo it and redo it and be like, wait, wait, we'll be back in two minutes. And that was when we were podcasting all the time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we have been here for the last hour trying to. Well, nobody needs to know that. Figure that out, but <laughs> you've been doing all the work. Not only are we we're in, but we have we have listeners. Oh wow. my gosh, Nolan, you're already back. Nolan's back. It's like you were waiting for us for a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like we should address the uh, the elephant in the room. Yeah, it's been like Chris quit <laughs> I for a while. Well, you know, I didn't quit. You just gave up. I didn't give up at all. It was a, he had so much going on in his mind when it came to like what he wanted to create and do. It was like almost like a mathematician genius. I don't, I don't understand where, how I'm getting blamed for all of this. Where you got so much going on in your head and then you just all of a sudden become a recluse and, you know, can't even live with yourself because of so much greatness. Can I going tell you on? what actually happened? Sure. All right. Yeah. So. So our last uh, recording was right around Christmas of last year. We had a Christmas yes. show, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened was me and Jerry at, at equal times became prima donnas. <laughs> yeah. And we both decided that we needed to, we all had our creative pursuits that each one of us wanted to fulfill mm-hmm. out in the world. And we failed. I mean, at yeah. All of those at, pursuits. Every bit and, of it. And so we're right back here at Snarf Talk making mediocre content. Mediocre content that everyone loves, by the way, <laughs> Just that you love. Yeah, no, it's been a while, and it's it been seemed, a while. It seemed like since I said I'm sorry. It, especially this last summer seemed like a huge snowball effect of children getting in the way. Yeah, of everything. You you think? Oh no, we're glitching. We are. How do you know that? Our video is glitching. It's not for me. Okay, well, that's good. Um, anyway, yeah, it was like children's fault. You know, it's you'd think it's harder, it would be easier as the kids get older to find the time to do something like this, but it actually gets harder because they just get involved in more. Yeah, more it turns activities. out to be the exact opposite. Yeah. Because so, they are. They're doing so much more. And, like, obviously I have three boys, so they're doing – and they're – two years apart. So they're always in different age groups when it comes to sports and they're always in different towns. They're always on different days than what you do it. Since you had to have a girl there in the middle. Yeah. She has to do her thing. Yeah, no. So it's, uh, whatever. There's no excuse. There isn't. We tried many times. We, uh, failed many times, but we're back with a renewed commitment in the new year for a new season. This is going to be an all new season of snarf. What season will this be? Four or five? I think four. I think it's four. Four, four, yeah. If anybody is on with us live, let us know if it's glitching out or if you're getting uh, audios good and all that stuff works. Because, like I said, it has been a little while. We're trying to make sure all our yeah the, technical ducks are in a row. And if it isn't, where, where does oh that well. saying come from? 
Technical ducks? No, just ducks in a row. Like, I got to make sure I get all my ducks in a row. Well, I mean, it'd be from ducks and their babies. Like, all the chicks follow them in a row. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yeah, it really does. Is that really it? It has to be. Where? Make sure you've got your ducks in a row. That means, like, you've got all your babies behind you. You know, like, all the stuff. Organized. You- yeah. That is totally got to be it. But, yeah, however, I'm so surprised some that sources you wouldn't know suggest that. the phrase comes from the game of pool. When a number of balls called sitting ducks line up neatly near the pocket and can be tapped in one after another, that is called getting your ducks in a row. Okay. But that's re- that's like receiving the ducks in a row. Like you're receiving your ducks in a row, like so that you could easily knock them out. No, but no, like you, you set them getting up with your pool shots, but you personally getting your ducks in a row would be like doing that, like putting them in order. Okay, you know what I mean. According to languagehumanities.org, there's three plausible theories surrounding the origin of "get your ducks in a row." Right. Okay. Yeah. The most popular theory um, comes from the world of sports, specifically bowling. Early bowling pins were often shorter and thicker than modern pins, which led to the nickname "ducks." Before the advent of automatic resetting machines, these duck pins would be manually put back in place between bowling rounds. Therefore, having one ducks in a row would be a metaphor for having all the bowling pins organized and properly balanced. So that's the first theory. Another second theory is your theory of the ducks, like actual ducks. And the third theory is... Well, then they're talking about carnival games, but I'm going to skip that one. Yeah, I don't. That's the third. The third uh, theory is um, a carnival game where you shoot the little ducks and they yeah. go on a little belt. Yeah. The ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think that's. I don't think anybody knows. I mean, the the answer is the real life duck with its babies in a row. That's the answer. Well, apparently not. I mean, I don't know why anybody sources. would even argue that. I'm not. I'm, You're trying to. The internet is arguing with you. The internet's wrong in this case. I mean, it's really about getting your baby ducks in a row. Okay. So that you can paddle So everybody says happy. the broadcast is working and our ducks are in a row. Good. <laughs> it's a long worker. And we are. Danny said ducks we're good. Rayanne says, if you don't talk about New Year's Eve, well, I'm yeah, still I'm, awake. I'm going to be upset. We can we can do a New Year's Eve recap. Yeah. In fact, we're having like a New Year's Eve episode tonight because it is. if you stick around later on, we're going to do the top 10 ranked not according to us not according to us according to like ranker or something top mm-hmm. 10 new year's resolutions and then me and jerry are going to provide insight on how you how, can best achieve your personal goals yeah your like personal how, goals how are you going to achieve your personal goals we'll tell you yeah in a top 10 list i'm we're going to be like the dave ramsey's of new year's eve celebration new, new year's eve, eve resolutions goals. yeah i think that would be good uh new year's eve was great I had a good time. I don't know what she specifically would like me to talk about. I think about, she but is proud of the spread she yeah, put together. And she wants she a little a credit, spread. Jerry, because the day after, I actually hung out with Jerry on, uh, mm-hmm. was that yesterday? That was yesterday, yeah. Yeah, yesterday we went out for a nice little lunch. Yep. And then we perused, you, you know, know, the scenery. The scenery. We we went, hopped around. We went to <laughs> yes. Curly's. It, yeah, that was the last stop. That was our last stop. Saw a really good three-piece band. Yeah, they were awesome. I don't know what they were it's called. Like, uh, Maybe the Dapper Dans. I don't know. No, uh, Three on the Tree. Yeah, Three on a Tree. They were really good. Um, but point is, we were talking about, because we didn't spend New Year's Eve 
together. Night together. Nope. I went to a party. You went to a party. The next day, so I'm asking him about it. He said, uh, yeah, I went to this awful New Year's Eve party. He had the worst food. <laughs> yeah. That's not at all. And he it? said, I was all morning, I was sick from oyster poisoning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I never got sick by any of it, but uh, there was a lot of food. So there was crab. She got crab uh, delivered from Maine. I believe it was like up from Maine or uh, northeast. And then they got uh, 100 oysters from um, Low Country, like in South Carolina. Uh, and then sirloin, uh, uh, smoked chicken, and a bunch of different sides. But there was a ton of crab. Uh, and she already had all the crab made, um, all she the said cracked and claws. from Maryland. Maryland. Okay. And that's what they do. Maryland. That is what they do. Crab was wonderful. And the funny part is that I told her, I was like, you and I were talking about crab the night before that um, on the Saturday when we went to a concert. Oh, yeah. yeah so we were. went to a concert. We were talking about crab on how annoying it is to have to crack open crab legs. It's the worst. I, I, would, I just don't have it I, because of that. I, I completely agree. I don't usually want to order it in a restaurant because I don't want to sit there and have to crack it open. And I know some people can crack them really well and really fast. And good for you, man. I can't. It's a thing to be I proud just, of. Yeah. I can't do it real fast. And honestly, I don't want to have to work for my food. I don't like, like that. to use scissors when I'm ha- trying no, to eat. Not at all. And then every time I've ever ordered crab, either my oldest or middle son will want to also order crab, and then I have to do it for them mm. because it's impossible for them to crack it. It's a double whammy. It, it is. It it's make, a double whammy on the old crab. It does make me like a super crab. Anyway, but in she this was, case, she cracked them all. She was cracking claws all afternoon, got all the, the claws separated, seasoned them up, cooked them, just whatever. Just put the crab meat on a platter? And... Yeah, well, it was with the cloth, so you could just suck it out. You know, it was great. Um, the oysters were wonderful. David and Tim shucked oysters most of the evening and got them all shucked. Those were really good. Um, obviously, steak's good, so the sirloin was good. But everything, the spread was wonderful. And I told her when she had texted me earlier in the day, I was like, are you, like, feeding an army? Because this is, like, a lot of food. She's like, no, just a few she, of us showing up. She said she cocktailed the claw. That's what that's called, cocktailed. I didn't know that. I've never even heard of that. Is that it, or did you guys were drinking shots out of the claw? N- no, lately? we did a couple oyster shooters. Nice. You ever done them? Don't even know what it is. Oh, it's it's almost like a Bloody Mary in a little shot glass, but you put an oyster in with it. Oh, that sounds great. It, yeah, it was wonderful. Uh, Nolan just said this is a, this will derail what we're talking about, but he said, I just assumed you were both pursuing avant-garde art careers. Jerry was <laughs> posing nude for blind art students, and Chris was covering himself in paint and rolling around on a canvas yelling, Art! <laughs> why, do, why do the art students have to be blind? I don't know. And why would I? If they're blind, why am I even naked? <laughs> because they're feeling. They're just feeling you. <laughs> oh, well, I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny because we... Did recently, me and you were had a discussion about like the hot thing on TikTok is like the painting that people do with all the spinning. Yes, the buckets. Like and the, yeah, the blotchy stuff. The buckets that like they poke holes in. And, and Jerry's not a fan. I hate it so much. I don't consider that. It, okay, yes, it can be called art. I just don't. I could do that just as well as they can. Do it then. I mean, I just don't want to purchase all the paint and the cleanup. They waste 84% of the paint that and they paint buy is not cheap and no, it's not cheap, especially that quality of paint with the pigmentation. So they're, you know, it's always the bucket one that I really don't like, but then there's also those painters that just like throw it at the canvas. 
honestly, those guys I think are a little bit more efficient than the bucket people. The bucket people are just literally dumping paint like what about on the, the ground. Big Lebowski as it she spins flies around. nude while like yes. flipping the paintbrush across the entire room. Yeah, that's cool. It's pretty sweet. I d- I'm not a big fan of that style of art. All right, and I don't know why anybody would buy it. To be honest, back to New Year's but. Eve. Rand said she is a bit proud and gives some props to David, but it pains her to do so. And yeah. I understand that. I do understand that. But when it comes to food, it's okay to give David it, props. Sometimes. It is. He, he's he's pretty. Uh, he I have no problem stuff. with it because I enjoy the outcome of the food. I enjoy eating it. I have no problem telling him he did a good job. I enjoyed it as well, although I wasn't invited. So I didn't. I get. told you you didn't need an invite. <laughs> Could have just showed up. No, it's fine. We had plans. Um, no, it was good. Other than that, we just kind of played euchre and chatted. You know, didn't do anything real. Ex- you know what like I played recently at Christmas? Um, that I I think I've. I mean, I know I've played it before, but it's been so long that I didn't remember how to play it at all. Mm-hmm. That's uh, gin rummy. So gin is when you have to get the full set in your hand before you lay it down, right? Uh, okay. Well, then rummy. I don't know. One of those things. I think they're the same thing. Well, there's rummy and then there's gin rummy. Rummy, you can set down like three of a kind or four of a kind or a straight, you know, like on the board. You could do it while you're playing the whole time. And yeah, then you, you do that. But in gin rummy, you have to have the full, like a full set of cards in your hand, right? I don't know. I just played rummy then. Like, you, you well, you have to have like, you can have a four of a kind in your hand, but you can't lay anything down yet. You have to have like... All of it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you just said you played it. I played Rummy. Oh, not Gin Rummy. Well, I don't know what it's called, Jerry. I don't know what it's called. I think there's a difference. You can lay down three. Look it up. You you didn't believe me about the ducks in a row. You might as well look up. And you weren't right. (laughs) I am right. (laughs) Turns out you just made it up. That's not true. You said you saw it. It's about pool balls. No, the pool. That's bull crap. The pool balls is a joke. I don't believe it. Um, Rayanne said I wouldn't have come to that party anyway. I don't think that's true. I would have came. Yeah, you would have absolutely come. You would have came. I mean, we how did, would you know if you don't invite at him? The, at the party we played uh, that I went to, we played a game um, which I actually got for Christmas as well, um, completely independent of this happening, and it's a horse racing game. Have you ever seen that one? No, you were just telling me about it uh, the other night, but I don't. I don't even remember. What I recommend it's this. This is a group uh, dice game, betting it's, game. It's a dice game, and okay. you have a board in front of you with. Uh, horses two through 12 mm-hmm. and there's pegs on the board to get from the starting line to the finish line and like so seven obviously is more commonly rolled so you have to hit that one like 20 you know 20 times to get to the finish yeah two is barely ever rolled so you only get to hit that four times to get to the finish line so oh. it's all proportioned out doing the odds of the rolling but here's the key the first four horses the first four people roll and they get a horse so they might get horse number four that the first four horses are out of the race so, so wait, wait, wait. Do you pick your horse prior to rolling dice? No, 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 no. You hand out um, playing cards, a full okay. deck, without oh. the kings and aces, two through queen. Oh. And whatever cards you get in front of you, those are your horses. Oh, okay. Okay, for the, for the round. All right, and then you go so ahead. So you have multiple horses. Yeah, yeah. Depends on how many people play. Right. Because it's just you, you deal out the cards one at a time until they're gone. Oh, wow. So you could have five cards, you could have three cards, it just depends. Mm-hmm. But the first four race horses get um, disqualified from the race. So the first four people roll, and they each get a number. Yeah. And those, so the so you say you roll, I, I and get you a get a three, four. Or, yeah. Horse number four is out of the race at a dollar. 
So anybody that rolls a four has to put a dollar in the pot. The next one that gets rolled, like say it's five, five is two dollars. So anytime anybody rolls a five in the round, you mm-hmm. gotta put two dollars in the pot, and then three dollars and four dollars respectively. And then you go ahead and play the game. So you go that can around, get pricey. You go around rolling dice. Well, it's supposed to be played with nickels, dimes, and quarters and fifty cents. That's how we played at our house. But yeah. at New Year's Eve, where we went, he played it with. You're dollars. a high roller. It wasn't my rules. It wasn't yeah. my house. So um, it wasn't too bad. We we all put in twenty bucks, and mm-hmm. most people you kind of you lose some, and then your horse might win. So whatever horse wins, whoever's got the card. So if horse number twelve wins, whoever's got a queen splits the pot evenly. So four okay, because there might could have be yeah four people that have the queen. I it's a it. fun game, but here's the thing. I, so we opened it up. I got it for Christmas. We opened it up to play with the kids on the day after Christmas. And there's a little postcard in there. And on the backside, it's got the story of like the family that created this game. Okay. And this, it's, it's this guy and he created this game in his garage. He was a woodworker and then he was, his wife got involved. They were young in their early thirties. They had three kids Wow. and they kind of grew and grew and grew. And then they built and they got a, is this still like a family run company? Absolutely. Yeah. So they got a workspace. They hired a couple of people. They started getting bigger this is all in this postcard, you yeah. know, and so they are getting ready to go pitch to Churchill Downs because they want to get like a sponsored yeah. game, and then they're getting ready to go awesome. to Las Vegas to this game show convention to get like picked up for distribu- distribution, and then this the guy gets colon cancer, oh no, and he dies in like twelve months, and they keep the gets going so. On this card, it's like, check out the video, the history on the website. So Marley goes to it. I'm telling her a story. I'm like, this is unbelievable. Right. I mean, this card is in this game. It's a super sad story. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I'm going to watch the video. So we watch the video. By the end of the video, we're both crying. Oh, my god! Because it's super sad. And at the end, they bring his, like, now teenage son and, like, his eight-year-old son. This is only, like, five or six years ago. Wow. And they're talking so about. So he's young. Their, yeah. And they're talking about their dad and how he created this game and. How it's gotten so successful. After he died, his wife took it to Las Vegas, got the sponsorships, got it. That's everything. when it got so successful. Companies started going up more. They hired more people. Now they have like 12 games. But they all wooden. No kidding. Yeah. That's awesome. So what's the company's name? I do you know? know. <laughs> didn't think that. <laughs> ah, I didn't pay attention to the company name. Ah, that didn't. <laughs> didn't even think to look at what it was called. <laughs> Don't know. What is the actual game called? Horse? It's a, just, it's called the horse racing game. The horse racing game. Okay. <laughs> Elena said some of us lost it all. Yeah, Elena did. So did Marley. Oh. They lost all their money. I, I won, but I had to cover Marley's losses, so I ended up $9 down. Nine and see, the same. So Zach won, too. So I don't know what he ended up Oh, with. see, that's not. He probably won all of Elena's money. Well, Elena ran out of money, Heather <laughs> ran out of money, and Marley ran out of money. Everybody else... Chad walked away with all the money. Of course he suspicious. did. Suspicious. Yeah. A little that's suspicious. Hmm. That's weird. Ryan said, why was this never played at Kinsman Bar? I don't know. Because this is it, a Kinsman Bar game. Because it's like. But it was, probably wasn't created yet. No, I don't think it was. Because I think this guy created it in like 2014. Yeah. Um, but it's like a dice game. Because we used to go to Kinsman and play it's dice. It's got dice. It's got cards. It's got, it's got money. It's got everything. It's got horses, a wooden board. I mean, everything you'd want. Yeah. I like that. Man. I didn't get a horse racing game, and I didn't play that. I played good old Euchre on New Year's Eve. I love Euchre. And you know, you can't really beat it. I just really love that game. Well, I will say this uh, this Rummy is a pretty fun game, but there's a lot of thinking involved. Yeah, it just... A lot more than Euchre, that's for sure. 
I don't know. There's some thinking in euchre. For sure. Every hand is different. There's strategy, but it's kind of like a, a small set of rules. So, like, once you know how to play it, it's not that difficult to... No, it's not. It's but really it's, more about risk taking than it is. It about is. Actual. It can be more about risk taking, and then but, but it, making but sure Rummy, you know so the hands. You're making three card hands and laying them out for a certain amount of points, and then you're playing off of everybody else's hands. Yeah, and I don't know. It was interesting. I don't know. I'd have to go back and play Rummy again because I don't know if I remember it either. I I know somewhat of the premise, but I don't. I'm. Not a rum. I've never been a real rummy. No, guy. I mean we're in the Midwest. We're in euchre country. We are. There's a lot of people around here that don't know how to play euchre, though. A lot. It's weird. It is because that's it's like weird. all we did in middle school and high school, all the time. Yeah, Erica just said Definitely. it. Loved euchre. Loved playing euchre on the stage at MVK. We yeah, played it in we did school, on stage in high school for sure at lunch in the commons or whatever. Yep. Every day. Yeah, I learned uh, spades like in the military, which is exactly like euchre. Only you're only playing with spades, and you've got to like call your tricks basically you know how many you're gonna take um so you say like you're gonna get three i've played it but I, not for a while I, I always remember it being it's very similar but it's kind of simple just yeah it's for the it's nothing that folk. i need yeah that's why well, that's, you liked it and that's why we played it in the military we were all a little simple back then Can we get rid but of we played it a lot box by our feet this is how you keep the place. He's just got random boxes. Man, of I, rags I'm going to tell you right now. You guys can't really see the full spectrum of this office right here, this studio. It's a disaster. You don't need to. I, yeah, you don't need to. Luckily, I'm big and I cover up your desk behind you. We do have a plan to move to our new studio soon. We we have a plan. Okay, so that's a that's a bit of a bomb you're dropping. That we're moving the studio. That's the plan. That's the plan. We're making our new year res, New Year's resolution. That's why we did this today on the second. Mm-hmm. Because we want to inform everybody that we're committed. We are. To getting, this is the second, isn't it? Holy cow. To getting back into getting the groove of Snarf Talk. Like our vacation, if you will, is over. Yeah. It's over. It's done. I wouldn't call it a vacation, but a it was a hiatus. Prolonged period of introspection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really digging deep in ourselves, you know, figuring things out. But we've got multiple signs around here that we need to get in the show. You know, so people can see it and ooh and ah at it. Yeah, we have um, neon signs that say Snarf Talk. We got um, pictures of us as con- con- conquerors. Yeah, like generals. Generals. Yeah. We, I mean, we've I think, showed them all before. Just We have shown them all, but we need them up so that you can see like, it, yeah. you know, during the show. And moving the studio to this new space, I believe we would be able to do that. I think it'll be good. Yeah. It's going to have a nice, uh, what kind Je of ne feel? Sais quoi. Yeah. I was going to say like a homier feel or like a, I don't know, like an actual studio feel rather than you can tell like we're in an office building. Yeah. You know what I mean? Out in the middle of nowhere. Well, we'll, still, we will still be in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so Adam, you refuse to learn Euchre. Well, this is why, this is why you and I have problems. I don't understand why you would refuse to play Euchre. It's very simple when you actually get it. It really of it. is. Takes a couple, takes a couple games to get used to. Once you're in it, you're in it though. You're in the pocket. I think that's what they call it. Is it? And you're in the pocket. Inside the pocket of a cloud. (laughs) What's the song you were singing last night that I don't remember? This is incredible, folks. Okay, I don't know. Be on here. I start singing this song. Why did I even start singing? I don't, I don't know. know. But we're driving. It's to a polka song. Curly's, right? Yeah. We're driving there, me and Marley and Jerry. 
and I start singing, roll out the barrel, we'll have a barrel of fun, roll out the barrel. I don't remember the next part. Uh, Yeah. I just sang, we'll have a barrel of fun again. Anyway, Marley is like, that's not a song. Stop that. That's crazy. What are you talking about? I and, didn't think it wasn't and, a song. No, you, I just you, didn't know it. I was like, did. that's not a thing. You, is it? You 100% agreed that you've never heard that. I, I had never heard it. So please tell me in the comments if you've heard Roll Out the Barrel before, because I think everybody's going to say that they have. I don't and think they would have. not believe me that it's a polka classic. It. And I had to go I'm, on YouTube and pull it up, and I played it, and it was a good version. It was a good version. And we were jamming out pretty well, too. It, was a, it is a good song. But no, I had never heard it. Didn't know it was a thing. I don't see how it's that common. How could it be that common? I mean, how much polka do you listen to? None. You don't listen to any polka? <laughs> no. You do, just on a regular basis, just throw on some polka here and there? I doubt it. No one says Brewers. Do they play it? What, do they play it at Brewers games? Um, I don't know. Brewer, maybe. Here's the point. Everybody <laughs> needs to point? listen to a little bit of polka. <laughs> yeah. I would agree. It's not a bad thing. It's fun. It is fun. It definitely raised the mood right away. <laughs> it really did. I mean, it brought, it lifted the car up <laughs> the off the road, I think. <laughs> We've literally floated our way to Curly's the rest of the way. Oh, no. I'm getting a nosebleed. No, you're not. Anyway, I... I hadn't heard it. It is great. And I guess I'm going to have to listen to polka even more. But um, the polka, what was it? What did we say? The polka kings of the Midwest? Yes. Aren't they? That's uh, John Candy's band. There is a, what's it called? A conspiracy theory that uh, John Candy's, what is it? It's like between two movies where... He's playing the same character, and him as uh, the Polka King of the Midwest, you know, like that guy, is actually trying to sabotage. Oh, he's the devil. Is that That's what it is? That's the conspiracy theory. I'm switching to Jerry camera because Hi. I have a... Uh, Hi, everyone. I have a bloody nose right now, so we're going to have to deal with that. And I don't want you guys to have I'm just going to stare at it. It's a lot. It's a lot of blood. <laughs> Hopefully it's not an aneurysm, because that's bad. Do you get bloody noses? Not very often. I used to get um, all the time when I was a kid. I no, I really don't. That we so there was a guy. So I might have a bit of a nasally tone. That you always kind of do. It's not a big deal. So anyway, Adam says, "Love me some Gus Palancic, Palan- Palinsky. Palinsky, the polka king." Is that that's his name, huh? Oh, Pam said it's Abs- a classic polka. I didn't know. I just I've never been in the polka scene. No one says it's played at all the Brewers games. That makes sense that it would be played there. It's a super common song, Jerry. Okay, I, I believe you. I'm just saying I had never heard of it before. And I don't think that's weird that I've never heard of it. Like, there's a lot of people that don't hear certain things. You didn't know that ducks in a row were ducks in a row. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> yes, we do. Nobody seems to know that. <laughs> I think it. I think it's ducks in a row. Hey, Ian. How's it going? Um, what were you about to say, though, before I cut you off? No, the conspiracy about him, and you said he's supposed to be the devil. Yeah, so, and it's a good theory, or it's an interesting theory, too, because part of it talks about how, like, he's deliberately slowing her down. Yes. So, there is a scene in the airport when she says, I will sell my soul to the devil, 
And then he shows to up. To the devil himself. And he shows up right behind her there and says he'll take her. Mm-hmm. Well, then he takes her. And they make that contract. And they do. They end up, it takes them so long to get there that the family and her basically get arrive there at, at the, the same, same time. time. And so she sold her soul for nothing. And that's like the whole thing about the story of right. the devil pick, taking that's people's what I, souls. Okay. That's what I forgot. But I, I thought there was a tie into another movie or something. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But I knew there was like a conspiracy about that specific like planes, character. trains, and automobiles? Yes. Was he also the Polka King well, in that one? No, he wasn't. But he also slowed, uh, what? what's his name? And uh, I don't remember. His Steve name. Martin. Steve Martin, but I was trying to think of his name in the show. But he also slows him down a lot. Like uh, takes him on some weird journeys. And they do some crazy things. What's a better movie of those two? They're both great. Oh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's is better like, than Home Alone? Absolutely. A thousand percent. Planes, Trains, and Automobile, is that a Thanksgiving movie? Did we determine that once? It is. They're, he's going home for Thanksgiving. It's one of the only ones we could think of that was a Thanksgiving movie. And But that that movie is far superior than Home Alone. I don't know. Home Alone's pretty good. And I only <laughs> enjoy even. it more and more as I get older. I do, too. And I'll watch it every year. You know what we watched a lot this year? Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Yeah. I like the pigeon lady. It's exactly the same it's story. It's 100% the same. Yeah. It's no different, but Planes, Trains, and Automobiles has like everything you want out of a movie. Like there's like heart to it, gets serious at times, but the comedy is just absolute gold. Okay, what about that versus Uncle Buck? I like Uncle Buck. I don't, I don't know. There's nothing better than Uncle Buck. Come on. Yeah, I like Uncle Buck a lot. We should be well, ranking John Candy movies. I think we, we tried should. one time. I think we did one time. I believe this was a discussion. We Where had. does um, arachnophobia land? <laughs> is he in that? Yeah, he's the main character. I don't remember. Wait, or is it John? I've Goodman? seen it. No, it's it's John Candy. I don't remember. I've Uncle seen arachnophobia. Buck, on Ranker, Uncle Buck is rated number one for John Candy movies. I wouldn't argue that. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, number two. Great Outdoors, number three. Summer Rental, number four. I don't know that one. Stripes, number five. I don't know that one either. I mean, I know Stripes, not Summer Rental. Um, number six is Spaceballs. Seven, yeah. Cool Runnings. Eight, Blues Brothers. Nine, Brewster's Millions. Oh, I love that movie. I don't know if I've ever even seen that. You've never seen with uh, Richard Pryor? and uh, No. I've heard of it, but I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. One of my favorites, honestly, and nobody's going to... Who is Harry Crumb? Yes. That's Who is Harry Crumb? Number 12 on the list. Oh, that's got to be in the top 10 for me. It's probably top five for me. Delirious is good, too. That's way down on the list. I like Delirious. Delirious. is very good. He's, he's got a lot of uh, small. He's not the star. in, But you see, he is in Who is Harry Crumb. For sure. And he's a private detective. He does awesome. It's an awesome movie. It's hilarious. I also love uh, Nothing But Trouble. It's a huge guilty pleasure. Man. I don't know if I know that one either. Yeah, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd. The... Chevy Chase, we've talked about it before. Um, yeah. He goes to like he gets off the road and he runs out of gas or something, and he ends up in this like junkyard. And Dan Aykroyd plays multiple characters, and they're like a weird family, like horror family, and they're like, "Huh, it's great." That sounds weird. It's very weird. It's one of those movies that never would get made anymore these days, and just makes you wonder. <clears throat> yes, planes, trains, and automobiles was filmed in Braidwood at the Braidwood hotel the sands some of it yeah yeah i knew that uh and nolan also said it was goodman 
for, I'm assuming, arachnophobia. Yeah. Which I don't remember that either. I, I, I honestly don't SCTV remember. SCTV was better than SNL. Um, there are, for sure, SCTV moments oh, that yeah. are way better than SNL. But as a whole, as a whole of a show. Gone, gone, gone. Know. You've been gone so long. You've been gone, gone, gone so long. And you got so much more history to SNL, like so many different casts to choose from. Because, like, the old casts were amazing, and you Mm -hmm. don't think it's going to get better, but then those casts from the 90s were incredible. And, yeah, you always hated the turnover, but it always turned out good, except for the last... I've heard... I don't watch it anymore. I've heard the new cast is pretty good, but... I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan. I I watched, like, one episode with uh, Nate Bargatze. Oh, yeah. Is that how you say his last name? Bargatze? Bargatze? He's my favorite comedian. Oh, I got to put something on my, uh, what you're watching. I um, That episode that he hosted was pretty good. The whole show was pretty good, but there was a few sketches out of it, two in particular, that were hilarious. I think I'm back. Oh, I'm back. You are. There he is, folks. He didn't bleed out. Nope. Congratulations. Just pouring down the back of my throat. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's good. This is the third, it's the third bloody nose I've gotten today. Today? Today, yeah. You need moisture air. You need to steam. I have a humidifier in my house attached to the furnace, mm-hmm. but I there's no way to know whether it's working or not. I don't know how to make sure. Is like, it hard lined in, like with yeah, water to it? Oh. Yeah. But there's no like readout. I need to get a hold of people. Shemansky. I need to yeah. get him over there. Get old Timmy over there. He'll look at it for you. Um. Anyway, so SCTV. Yeah, I love some of the bits, but when you're looking at the whole of it all, I think it's hard. It's it's really hard for me to pick it over. I haven't really watched it that much. I've seen like clips of well, it, but I've never I, sat and watched a whole I don't show. Think, I don't know that I've ever really sat and watched a whole show, other than like when I was a kid and it would be on like reruns or something. But um, clips for sure. Yeah, that's all I ever see is clips because I don't know if I've ever seen the show like on TV broadcasted. Now, at the time when I was a kid or in high school, I don't know when it was on. I probably would have said Mad TV was superior to. SNL. When I, yes. And it I definitely would agree. appealed more towards a younger demographic, I think. I always loved Mad TV. For sure. I thought it was great. And what? In Living Color was good. See, I didn't watch a lot of In Living Color. I did. Early Jim Carrey stuff. Yeah. He was awesome on that show. I really liked the story, and we'll talk about it in what you're watching, but in the new Dave Chappelle special when he talks about meeting Jim Carrey. Yes. <laughs> that was good. That, okay, yeah, we'll talk about it when we talk about uh, what we're watching because i have opinions i do too for sure I have opinions <laughs> on that special because you know i love Chappelle, so i do too he honestly he's gotten so much better in the last i don't know five years six years i don't even know if it's been that long like i used to like him a lot and i loved the Chappelle show but his stand-up in general has been like perfect we'll talk about it yeah most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Most of it. Um, do you want to get into the New Year stuff, or are we too, we're not far in enough yet? Do you have any news? Um, the only news I have is that... Uh, I just want to say, I'm for having a year off, to come into the gate and get this many viewers? Yeah. It's pretty incredible. I'm proud. I'm proud of it. He looking like a guy. You looking like a guy. The Mad TV skit. I don't Was remember. it Alex Bornstein? I don't remember it. She plays like an older Asian lady. And then he looking like a guy. Yes. I don't know her name, though. I, I might be getting that wrong. You probably Stuart. 
No. Well, yeah, that's a classic. What else is from Mad TV? I don't know. Bobby Lee was on it. Bobby Lee was like a main character. Speaking main. of Bobby Lee, um, I have, I've kind of like after Harvest, I stopped listening to my stable of podcasts mm-hmm. regularly, and I was kind of getting worn out on some of the stuff I've been listening to, which is mostly like Rogan and TESD, and you know any of the ones with uh, Tom Segura. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of getting worn out on him a little bit. I felt like Rogan was, I still love him, but he wasn't getting like the best guests all right. the time. So I'm like, I got to get something new to listen to. And I've always watched clips of Bad Friends. Yes. But I've never listened to the full podcast. What a treasure. It really is. That podcast is. It is. I haven't phenomenal. listened to a ton of like full length episodes, but I've listened to a lot of it. And they're always good. If you're looking for a, a good solid straight up just comedy podcast yeah i don't know how they do it that's rated r oh very much so but if you if you like just a straight up comedy no interview well they do occasionally have interviews but um it's one of the best out there right now it's hilarious it's always hilarious and that's what i say i don't know how they do it the thing that's weird about it too is i never really cared much for bobby lee no in podcasts that i've seen him in but the more i listen to him and Andrew Santino together, like the more I like. I personally think Andrew Santino is what makes that oh, for sure. whole show. I don't know. They work great. Together. They, they do work really well together, but I, I think he like drives it oh, for me. Adam said, uh, Shane Gillis's stuff is cold. There's like, where we're going to agree. Yes. Yeah. I do agree with you, Adam. Cause I like Shane Gillis a lot. He's like a, a bro. You know what I mean? Like a he's the he is <clears throat> phenomenal, and I I don't know if it's because he's super funny, obviously, but he's so familiar to like a lot of comedians and people in Hollywood. When you listen to them, it's hard to one hundred percent relate because they just don't didn't live the same lives right. as us, really. But and I'm not saying that he did either. He just seems like more familiar, like people that we hang out with or absolutely hang out with. like he just seems like a midwestern dude one of his funniest i don't things, even know if he's from the midwest but i don't know where he's from either but i think it's like ohio or something i think he is from close to the midwest he just see there's a familiarity that i you know know from like right our friends there's one of the funniest things that i've heard him say was he's like listen to this resume i have he's like i went to west point he's like and I got some medals. He's like, so technically, I'm a decorated veteran. He's like, but he was I, never in the military, right? He played football there. It, no, just wait. Okay. He's like, he's like, I got accepted to a, like a D1 school or D1 football team. He's like, was on that team. He's like, and then I was on Saturday Night Live for like a day. He's like, or he's like, and I was on Saturday Night Live. He's like, I've got all three of these things. He's like, and I never did a one of those. He's like, I dropped out of all of it. He's like, I fired from one and dropped out from the other two. He's like, but they're on my resume. But he's the most popular comedian <laughs> yeah. right now, or one of the. And I think it's hilarious because he really didn't. He's like, I didn't do any of that stuff. He's like, but I tell everyone that I've been, I've been involved with it. I uh, think it's funny. Elena said, do you listen to Nate Bargatze's podcast? I don't. And I actually didn't even know he, I know he ha- he's on one with a bunch of people. I didn't know he had his own. Yeah, he does, uh, and I don't know what it's called. Pri- right now, honestly, it's close between about five comedians, but Nate Bargatze for me is number one right now for me as far as comedians. His last three specials, they're all amazing. Yeah. And, like, you just – even Shane Gillis's, which I love, there's parts of his special that I was just kind of like, 
it wasn't that funny. Right. Parts. Some he, parts are great though. He does have a good special. But I feel like Nate Bargatze's are solid gold. Like the whole time. The whole time. Every single thing he says. And I love that it's clean and PG thirteen, and yep. you can actually like listen to it with your kids around, with anybody around. Yeah. Instead of pausing it immediately whenever a child comes around, that you have to do with a lot of comedians. Like Shane Gillis's, you cannot. No. Not at all. No. But uh, who are your others? Like, so you've got Nate as your top. Um, for sure, Nate, um, Shane Gillis, Chappelle, um, probably Rogan still. As a comedian, yeah, I like his. I like his last special that he had. Really? I don't. I didn't see it. I just watched uh, Ricky Gervais's. He's always been up on my list. Although his last special was not. not I didn't that watch good. that either. I didn't feel like it was that. I've good. never been a huge fan of Joe Rogan's comedy. Actual comedy. It's hit or miss sometimes. I think, but. Um, I don't know. Name some other ones that are popular right now that are out there. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Yeah, yeah. He'd definitely be up there. <clears throat> yeah. There's other ones, though, like um, Andrew Santino's last one. I'm a huge it's fan good. of his. It's okay. What about um, all that other uh, Andrew Schultz? Love Andrew Schultz. Yeah. He's on the fence for me. I actually saw him live before he was famous. You did? Didn't I tell you that before? I don't in think a little, so. In uh, a little bar in uh, Marco Island, Florida. Why were you there? Went down there for a wedding, Dan's wedding. Oh. And we had we were there for a couple extra days before and after. And one night, there was like one bar on Marco Island. And we're like, oh, they're going to have a comedian. Yeah. So we got tickets and we went and it was him. And I didn't know who he was at that I, time. I didn't know who he was till years and years and years and years later. Really? And I didn't even put two and two. I didn't even remember his name from that night we saw him. But I remembered how he sat. What what you ever watch his show during the the Andrew Schultz show during the pandemic? I've seen it. Yeah, he has a weird way. Like he, I don't know. I just remember the way he was sitting. Okay, and I'm like, boy, that looks exactly like how that comedian was sitting. And then I remember his voice. I'm like, that's that's him. that's him. Yeah. And I went back and looked it up, and like I found it somehow in his calendar from like six years ago or something. You went back and looked at yeah where I, he played. I, yeah. Wow. I I don't know. He's okay. But I I don't know if I'd put him in one of the tops. Adam me. said, "Yo, Danny, where'd you get that cheese?" That's one of my favorite bits when he's talking about his uncle with Down syndrome. Oh yes, because he's like, you can tell I've got a little touch of it, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. <laughs> and after he says that, you're like, oh, you can kind you of you can see tell. That. Yes, he re- he really does kind of. I don't, which think isn't so. necessarily a, you know, it's not a joke. The Protect Our Park episodes of Rogan are good. I agree. I love the Protect Our Parks. I like, um, what's the other guy? Mark Norman. Mark Norman is very good. Yeah. He's not clean. No. But he's very, very funny. He's got that really dry humor, which is like a weird, I don't even know how to explain his humor and the way he like delivers it. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Ari Gold. No. I've never seen his stand-up, though. I don't think you need to. No, I mean, I've never really enjoyed it at all. He's fine as a guest on Rogan, you know, and I think that's okay. And honestly, and this is controversial to a lot of people right now, I'm not a huge Burt Kreischer fan. I'm not at all. Yeah. We've had that discussion before. I just, I try. I try to be. A lot of people like him. I just don't think he's that great. Whenever there's a Two Bears episode and it's just Tom and an interview guest, I'm like, oh, great yes all day long i listen although to i will say bert's a decent interviewer when he, it's just him and a guest that's fine i never listen to him 
just because of that. Like, I think it's going to be overran by Bert. You know what I mean? Like, he's just going to overpower the guest and laugh all the time and just. Oh, you know who I really like? Um, that girl, and she just got named to a late night show host, um, Taylor. Yeah. Something uh, or other. She's great. Yes, I know who you're talking about. She's young, too. Yeah. And she's on a late night show now. Which Taylor is Tomlinson? Tomlinson, yep. She's good. She, I'll hope, hopefully she's good on the show. But it's like the late, late, late show. It's after Colbert, I think. Yeah, because he had her on. Um, after she was like announced as the host, she had her or he had him had her on the show just to like interview her about like how she feels about getting that job. Hopefully, it's good. It's, supposedly, it's airing like now, like after the new year. Ooh, nice! I'm gonna start recording that on mm-hmm. my new YouTube TV. Boy, if you aren't using you. YouTube TV, I don't know I, what you're doing. I've told you. YouTube Hulu Live, TV. L- let it go. Yes. YouTube TV is where it's at. If you got direct TV, stop that. Get rid of it. Um, I've had it for years. Like, I think I've had it for at least four years now. I've not experienced one hiccup in like the three months I've had it. You won't, ever. The only thing that's happened to me recently is it's changed my viewing area. And I don't know why. Just on its own. Change my viewing area to where my zip code is different. It'll like be in Pennsylvania or something. And so I'll go to watch like regular TV or whatever, and it won't do my recordings. It won't record the shows that I want to record because oh, it changes well, my viewing. Area. That's a big problem. And yeah, well, I've never actually missed any, but I've caught it in time to where I knew because I'll try to go and watch like a show that's on ABC or whatever. And it'll, I can't watch it because I'm not in the viewing. Area. No one <laughs> said, I love Nate's bit about trying to get through the TSA. Uh, that's one of the best, but that's one of his best specials. That, yeah, which special was that? Not the most recent. No, I think it was two ago. I think it was one of his first ones. That's another thing. Tennessee Kid, maybe? Yeah, that was that was a while ago. Oh, yeah. I think it was before the pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I was just going to say something. Vic said, OMG, the best podcast on the interwebs is back on the air. Yeah, you know it. Yes, we are. And no one said, love Tomlinson, been following for a while, very self-deprecating. Yeah, I will say, I mean, I sometimes it's rare that I feel like I can, I like female comedians. I, I probably shouldn't say that, but. Um, <laughs> That's all right. It, just, it is what it is. Sometimes I, the material doesn't connect the same way, whatever. But she's one that I can definitely watch. There's yeah. a couple others. Um, uh, what's her name? Eliza something or other. Manelli. Yeah, Liza. Liza Minnelli. I really like her stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> or that's just her. So. Yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. Eliza something. Schlesinger? Something like that. Yeah, it is that. I, I agree with you, though. I haven't ever been a huge fan of a lot of female comedians. I like Christina Pierzynski or whatever. Oh, is. yeah. She's good. Tom's wife. Yeah. Christy P., right? That's what they call her? Yamaguchi. Yep. Yeah, Christy Yamaguchi. She's good. Elena said, maybe change your password, Jerry. Maybe somebody hacked you. No, nobody's hacking me. Why would I need to change my password? For YouTube TV. Maybe somebody in Pennsylvania has got your... Oh, I guess I never really thought about that. I hope that's not the case, but maybe I'm going to do that now. No, I'm pretty sure I did just change that password. Speaking of um, YouTube TV and streaming services in general, because we haven't talked 
we haven't had a podcast in a year. Yeah. What are you using now? Because the landscape of streaming has changed dramatically, I feel like, in the last year. Well, I mean, what do you I, mean what am I, I using? I very rarely ever go on Netflix. I very yeah. rarely find anything on there I want to watch. I, I check in every once in a while. The only time Netflix is really on is if the, like, Graham wants to watch something, like, kid-oriented. It's still been okay for that. Like, like Gujitsu? That's been going on in our house a lot. No, I don't even know what that is. It's a kid's cartoon about goo balls goo, gooey jujitsu guys okay sounds great um yeah no i, I don't know i haven't uh, prime no. i've been watching a lot of prime yeah i get on prime i like prime because they put out uh, movies that some movies that are in theater will be on prime and you can rent it for like 3.99 and i'll do that i will say i haven't been watching a ton and i probably should say this when we do what we're watching but um because after harvest i was just like exhausted and I never wanted to watch anything that I had to put thought into. <laughs> right. So I just, you just want to like, yeah, melt at night. And now I have YouTube TV so I can go record. Like if you just put in, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, it's always running on rerun. So yep. it just records everything. Mm-hmm. And so I started watching like at night to go to bed, like the office, which everybody does that. Yeah. Well then I got sucked in and then I had to rewatch the entire series, which takes a long time when you watch oh one, one or two episodes a night and that's it. So it's yeah. taken me like three months to get through it. I've I've come to realize out of the office there are a couple seasons where I just don't need like the last two. Well, the okay, I can get into this because um, I just rewatched it all. I will say, I I think on this rewatch I was less. I I still love the show and there's still a lot of great stuff and great. Moments. Oh, absolutely! And I had forgotten most of it, even though I watched it all through before mm-hmm. several years ago. Um, so it was totally fun rewatching it. I skipped the first couple seasons because I didn't want to do the whole Jim and Pam. Yeah. Will they get back together? I, right. I think I started on season three or four. Um, the last season is horrible. It's, it, it's so bad. They change all of the characters. They make Andy yeah. awful. Like yeah. in the two seasons prior to that, you really start to like Andy as a character. Yep. And the last season, they destroy him. Yeah. They destroy Jim and Pam's relationship, which I hate. Until like the season finale, and then it yes, it comes back around. But I feel like it was very unnecessary. They make Pam the worst, and why? Why did they need to change that? They had a great thing going on, and all of a sudden they flip everything on their on its head after Steve Carell left. They make uh, Aaron the worst, kind of in the last season. They all suck in the last season, and they bring on the new guys, uh, Clark and that. That's why I say it's like there's a couple seasons there where just they're very unnecessary. Like the last one. I won't even watch season eight. I read that what they were trying to do is they had planned on after that ended doing rebooting the show with Rain Wilson's character with Dwight Mm -hmm. being like the main character of the show running the office. And that's why they brought in Clark and Plop. Yeah, Plop. (laughs) I forgot about that. To be like the new cast. But it just didn't work. Right. And it wasn't going to work. I did like Clark and uh, Plop. Plop was fine. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to say. Um, but it was, I guess it was fun rewatching it. Uh, David said they were setting up some characters for at least a spinoff. A spin-off. Yep. There was supposed to be a show that rolls around. Dwight, that's what I just said. Yep. Way to go, David. I know there's a delay. There is but. a delay. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I, I would have been, I would have been into. I, I don't, it's hard for me to believe that they didn't come back with that show. That show has been like the number one show for like the last eight years. Still? Streaming, yeah. I didn't know that. 
somebody else, I just, it just went away, but somebody else just told me to change my password. Now that's got me freaked out. That no one says after they have the baby, terrible. I don't agree with that because there's several seasons after they had kids that were great. Oh, David said the Dwight show was supposed to revolve around the farm and his extended family, I think. Oh, well, that would have been great. I would watch that. Because those are some of my favorite parts. I love, I'm in the minority here, I love the season with Robert California. I do too. I I, like him a lot. I think that was the second to last season. Was it six or seven? um, I don't remember. I think it was, it was, it must have been six. Two two before, because then Andy becomes the manager. Yes. And then whatever Will Ferrell's character is. Will Ferrell was in there before Robert California. Yeah. He was good, but he was that was only a few episodes. But it was funny. Yeah. I liked it a lot. He has the whole bit where he's like juggling in front of the whole office, but he's not doesn't have any juggling. The, the scene, uh, the episode where they bring in Ray Romano, that's great. I don't remember that. He interviewed to be the office boss. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. I don't remember that's it. That's good. Wasn't the office supposed to spin into Parks and Recs? I don't know. Parks and Rec. That's one I should probably be watching. That's now. a great show. It is. It's, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Now I'm trying to rewatch all of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but I don't feel, and David's going to murder me for this. I think I'm going to, too. I don't know that it has the same rewatchability because it doesn't have, like, overarching narratives. Like, yeah, the I Office don't has a dramatic throughput that, like, draws you in. But you know that's what you're getting. Like, you know what you're getting from... It's always sunny. It's easier to just like put pick it up and put it down. Yes. Like to actually rewatch it all the way through. There's not a narrative story arc that really but, connects. No, it all. but stories come back. I mean, there are bits but that they're always all come gags, back. You know what I mean? They're yeah. not. It's not. Which is a bit. There's no resonance. Right. I still love it. I mean, the new the newest season that was just out, I thought was great. Oh, it's great. Yes, I love it too. But. I like things with a little meat on the bone, you know? But it's a different type of show. I mean, that's not what that show is. So you can't put it in the same category as, like, The Office or Parks. No, or... I think if I want to do something similar, I'd go back to Scrubs. Here's what's sad, I think, in the world of new, like, sitcoms or shows that are coming out. We're talking about stuff that came out years and years ago that most of them are done and over with now, and we're still talking about it, still going back and watching those shows. What is on now? I don't know. I mean, what is on now that anybody would do that with? I don't even know. I can't name you a new sitcom that's out right now. Abbott Elementary, I think, is one. Never watched it. I've never even heard of that. I've watched uh, Young Rock a little bit. That was pretty good. I wouldn't wouldn't watch that. I don't know what's out. I think it's... Young Sheldon? That's not bad. That's over. But Yeah. I don't watch any of that stuff. That I doesn't. I don't either. I just. I know. I'm d- thinking of things that are out. Goldberg's was pretty good. I think. But I think streaming that's over too. But I really think streaming has changed all of that. Like in the I, way. I TV wonder shows. though. Sometimes I think about that because the Office, after being off the air for a decade, has been the number one or was the number yeah. one streaming show for years and years and years when I was on Netflix. And then they took it off. I don't. I think it's on Peacock now. Maybe yeah, or Paramount Plus. No, no Peacock, Peacock. You're right. Um, which I don't have, but you know, that gives these shows that maybe are lost leaders when they first come out some, some new life and new legs because now shows that are big budget streaming shows have to compete with a show that has been off the air for 15 years. Well, I know. And they can't, and they can't, they can't compete with that and Seinfeld and friends no. and any of these old shows. So that may, that my point is, 
So some of these new shows that you haven't heard of now, just because they're not necessarily getting a lot of viewers out of the gate right now, doesn't mean they won't. They're also going against competition that those shows didn't have to go up against, really. Because like when those shows were playing in the er- like earlier 2000s or like the 90s or whatever, you didn't have any streaming, so you didn't have it available to you to watch all the time anyways. So the only thing you were left with were the shows that were airing at that time. So people watched them and enjoyed them. Now... We have everything available to us, so it's just us making a choice of like, eh, I'd rather watch the one I'm more comfortable with than getting into something new. Yeah, sometimes. I'm back into the new stuff now, so don't worry. But oh, I will say The Office is a great one to rewatch because it is a time capsule because you go back to the early yes. seasons, and it is a world that doesn't exist anymore. It's crazy to, to see it. It really doesn't. You know, they barely have cell phones in the first couple seasons, you right. know? I mean, even in the last 10 years, it's completely different than what it was before. I mean, from 2010 and before is completely different the way we lived and did anything than what we've done in the last five or six years. And I feel like The Office magnifies those differences more because it is a workplace comedy and Mm -hmm. everybody's familiar with like an office environment um, to a certain extent. Yeah. But it doesn't bother you when you watch Seinfeld because that show, like it doesn't bother you. They don't have cell phones in Seinfeld because no. it isn't part of the show, but that workplace environment is part of the show in the office. And to see how primitive it was, is yeah. just crazy. To me. So I just had the conversation with Grady, um, like last week about how we would watch shows as a kid <clears throat> and how we didn't get, you didn't get to record anything. There was no recording or watching it later or, watching it however you want and being able to pause. So I was explaining to him, like, when a show aired on, let's say, a Thursday night or a Friday night. Well, that's what David's getting into in his point. But, yeah, go ahead. You only had that opportunity to watch it. And, like, commercial breaks, I was telling him, like, commercial breaks were our time to, like, run and pee real quick or, like, get a snack or whatever and come back because if you missed any portion of that episode, you missed it. Unless you could catch it on a rerun. I mean, back a ways ago, but when, like, I had a TV. I'm saying like when we were growing up oh, as yeah, kids yeah, yes. with them, okay, like yes. at his age, I was relating to his age and telling him, you know, we couldn't do that. Before like DVRs were a thing. Right. Which weren't until I was in college. So after 2002 is when yeah. TiVo came out. Right. And that was the first one, but not, I mean, nobody had them. I mean, very few people got TiVo. Right. You know, until way later, until the, like the whole, uh, like satellite dish market started building them into their own receivers. Like that was the only time that people really started getting them and they were more prevalent in the area. Cause if somebody had a TiVo, I was like, what? Like that, that's a thing where you could just record a show. It blew my mind. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, is even with TiVos and those early DVRs, they only allowed you record one show at a time. Mm-hmm. So if there was something on CBS, ABC and NBC at the same time, you had to pick. Yeah. And then did. eventually it was two two tuners, and now it's as many as you want. Right. Whatever you want. Um, we got some. Uh, David said to that point, you don't develop the same relationship with a show when you binge it. We all binge new shows. Very few people watch week to week. Uh, you know, and that's changing a little bit, too. A lot of the new shows are week to week. And- uh, Adam Adam brought that up, too. He said, that's why I like Mandalorian only airing one one uh, only airing weekly. It gives you a more anticipation. I will say I... For sure, think the week-to-week. I don't necessarily agree with what David's saying because the week-to-week shows give you that anticipation, and they stretch that viewing over several months. If a show comes out that I really want to watch, like The Witcher, and they dump it all at once, um, because I think that was a 
a dump all at yep. once, right? Yep. I'll watch that in two days. Because Netflix still is, right? Almost all their shows are still a dump. I think so, yeah. And I watch those shows, shows in a couple days, and mm-hmm. then it's out of your mind. So I prefer it week to week, for sure. Although it is yeah. frustrating at times. So, yes. And I think we've had this conversation before because we've talked about literally everything before, I think. But uh, I used to be like, binge. I want to binge it. I don't want to wait. I love this premise. I, this is all I, I want to do yeah, for sure. is binge it. Once they started doing shows again where it was week to week, I I did. I kind of jumped the fence again, and I was like, man, I do like this. I like being able to wait and see it because it, Adam it, it, it says, feels more uh, of a, an experience. Stranger Things is weekly, and I, I do think that was weekly, yeah. It wasn't at first, though. No, not at first, maybe. Like the first two seasons. Weren't. I don't mind it sometimes if they'll drop two and then two and then two. Sometimes they'll do that. But with all these new shows only being eight to ten episodes... I mean, to dump most them of them are eight yeah. now. And that's what, uh, so that's why I, I do like prime, like the prime uh, shows that come out, they give you two or three yeah. and then it'll be week to week after that. I like that because you get the opportunity to binge a couple and you feel like you've really got a hold on the show and then you get the week to week and you're excited about it. For sure. Nolan said, <coughs> now that you are, you know, avatar, the last airbender is a hollowed show. Hollowed. Like, like hollowed be their name. Okay. <laughs> hollowed show with spinoffs, movies, live action. Would you reconsider watching it? Yes, I absolutely would reconsider watching it. The problem is sometimes, and, and this is going to sound dumb because I just watched probably four months of the office, but sometimes these shows that have like big catalogs are intimidating to me to, to absolutely. Into. It's very intimidating to me. Dirk jumped into, Hey, Oh, Dirk. Hey So should we get into the New Year's resolution thing? Because we're yeah, uh, we're right at an hour. We're burning through. Right at an hour, we can do it. Um, so, so what we are going to do now, since it is New Year's, it's it's the second. Um, we are going to talk about the top ten New Year's resolutions, and me and Jerry are going to give. I don't know how this is going to go because we didn't plan any of this. Yeah, but we're going to give our advice or comments on the best ways to approach those resolutions. Are you on Ranker? I, I'm not. I'm actually on a Forbes list. Forbes? Ooh. Forbes came out with a list. Classy. It's, it's more than 10, but some of them are ranked like with the same percentage because it was a percentage of people that said like what their New Year's resolution was. So I'm going to go from bottom, like lowest, up to the highest, okay. you know, like from 10 to 1. Basically. Did you, do you have any resolutions for this year? No, I never do that. I don't either, and I didn't until I walked in this room, and now I think our resolution needs to be well, to do this show yes. every week or every other week or whatever. I, I would say bi-weekly is definitely manageable. Okay. Weekly is the goal. Bi-weekly is okay. With our schedules now, weekly <clears throat> is difficult, but we'll, we'll do our best to make it work. Yeah, guaranteed bi-weekly. That's what we have to do. If we get more than that, that's still a, a very big We've success. made these hollow promises before no uh, never <laughs> i've never made a hollow hollowed, promise hollowed promises <laughs> hollowed promises yes also sponsored by high noon yeah yeah i like them I like they're them. better than a seltzer it is it's soda water we just had this david and i just had this conversation on new year's what the difference is he said it's like, vodka and so flavored soda water yes but like when you get a white claw or something like that it's like a malt beverage, which is why you get the terrible hangover. Nolan said that's only three seasons for Last Airbender. I, I don't do know. That. I can manage that. 
I don't know if I really want to watch that. I've heard it's very good. Like, a lot of people like it. I just don't know if it's in my wheelhouse of things. David said, we are writing a comic book. Hey, we wrote a comic book. We've written them. They aren't published. They just aren't published. We've written them. That has happened. We, the patrons, demand twice weekly. That I cannot That will not happen. (laughs) Who said that? Victor. The other bi-weekly. Okay. There's a weird bi-weekly thing. It can either mean every other week or twice Twice a week. Twice a week, yeah. No, it's not going to be twice a week. (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. Um, Okay. So there's quite a few on this list, but I will go from the bottom, and the number one (laughs) on the bottom is drink less alcohol. Drink less (laughs) alcohol. Um, well, we're not adopting these resolutions. We're no, just no, no. commenting on that. Yep. I, I don't, I've never heard anybody make that resolution. You haven't? I'm, nobody that I've talked to has like specifically said that's their resolution, to drink less alcohol. Well, it's got quite a few votes for it. And it's a good resolution. Listen. It is. It's a great resolution. What if we, so hear me out, in order to do that, what if you drank more Okay. to set yourself up? To not drink later. See, the key to that one is in the lead up in December, you got to drink extra hard so right. that it becomes super easy to manage that resolution. Right. This is the way you're going to do it. You drink a bunch in the beginning of the week. And then by the end of the week, you don't want to drink anymore. See? Yeah. Oh, so front load. Yeah. You front load at the beginning of the week. And then maybe by the end of the year, you are drinking less. Yeah. It's just that you're doing it a lot more on, you know, a few days. Or just change what you're drinking. You could try that. Yeah. Drink so, something stronger. I was going to say, so instead of like drinking beer, high noon or anything, you're just down in crown. Yeah. Or maybe like a, a nice bourbon or just straight vodka. I mean, it's hard to pick apart that resolution because I think that's probably a, an admirable resolution for most people. I mean... Maybe. Depends on your opinion. Yeah. Okay, go to the next one. I don't <laughs> like that one. Uh, improve work-life balance. Oh, okay. Okay. What do you think? I think that... How are you going to make somebody do that? How, how would I recommend people improve their work-life balance? Um, boy, you should probably just quit your job. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. If you just get rid of the job altogether, then you don't have to worry about it. What? Yeah, what's to worry about? Most people that want to improve work like life balance is because they're working so much. They're workaholics. Yeah. So I feel like the natural solution is to go as extreme to the other direction as you possibly could. And there's two ways of that. So you can either just quit straight up or still go to work. Don't do anything. Quiet quit. Just don't do anything. And then you eventually get fired. I mean, as an employer, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I like that strategy. I mean, do you like people just quitting? No, no. Okay, <laughs> but I, I would prefer them to quit. No, that's what quit. I. That's what I would do. I'd go there, not do anything, until you're fired. Your life is still good, you know, because you've still made money during the time. You can do whatever you want at home. I mean, don't show up sometimes. That's an easy way. I mean, Jerry hasn't been to work for like a month. No, I mean it's been. Like 17 days or something, 16 days. But that's fair. Since the 20th. I do it on purpose. It's for the kids, Chris. I'm improving my work-life balance. See, you're doing it. I'm just not going to work. So, check, done. Got that one. Did it. 
Okay. And I have, and I don't drink very much anymore, so I've succeeded in that one. So very good. I'm drinking wild cherry. That's a that's a perfect soda. Zero Pepsi pop. I don't know why I said soda. I hate that. That should be your New Year's resolution. Never do that again. I don't ever say soda. I don't know why I just said it because I absolute hate people. Hate them. Will not speak to them again if you say soda. It's pop. What about the people that say Coke for all? That's pop. only in Georgia. I think that's it's like your only can be in Georgia to do that. Could be. All right, next one. Okay, that was how many have we done? Two. Um, make time for now. That's about the same. That's the same as the work life balance. Learn a new skill. This is a good one. Learn a new skill. This is a good resolution everybody can do. Um, I mean, Jerry is. I'm trying to get. Him I was going to bring this up. Skill. Everywhere we go, he keeps telling me I need to learn how to play the drums because we're going to form a band too. This is my dream. I want to be in a band. Mm-hmm. I can play the guitar. I can kind of sing enough. You can sing. Um, but Great I singer. need other people that can play instruments to join this band. And not like kazoos and shit. Although we could take a kazooist. It, well, if we're going to play polka, I think you got to <laughs> have a kazoo. But we can't fill there, this right? band without a drummer and a bass player. And But why do I mean, I, I have wanted to play the drums. I think it's the easiest thing for you to learn. So how do I go about doing that? I have a drum set. How do I learn? You have an Oculus, and there's a drum set trainer on Oculus now. So that's what everybody needs to do is buy an Oculus, the newest form, and then find a trainer on there to teach you a new skill. Not in real life. It's like an app. It's not like a real person. No, I understand that. I'm just saying like a training aid. Yeah. And so that's what you have to do. You have to buy a brand new Oculus. Adam says he has his daughter's recorder. I have a recorder too. I don't like them. If you can figure out how to play like the intro to um, the Lord of the Rings song, then you could probably get a spot. I just recently watched like a, I don't know if it was an orchestra or a symphony, but they legitimately had a recorder player in it. I did not know that was a thing. Like professional recorder players. I didn't know. It was good. It was really good. So, uh, new skills, other new skills that people can learn though. Uh, whatever skill they want, I guess, like paper mache, origami, or uh, origami. Any of the paper based, <laughs> paper based skills. skills are going to get you somewhere. Paper you, airplanes. Hey, guess what? You quit your job. You've got a new job already. Yeah, you could be a professional origamist. Nolan said he can sing. He was the lead in a musical. How long ago, Nolan? I don't care. He can he can uh, try out for the band. I was in a musical. We're in no position. <laughs> no, I know. No, I, 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 but I feel like I need to be clear about what this band is going to be before people start jumping on what? board. Can this I is know? a Third Eye Blind cover band. <laughs> okay. We're only going to play Third Eye Blind songs. Yeah, that's it. That's it's, it. It's just like in uh, Step Brothers where the band at the... Uh, Catalina wine mixer? Yes. Is only 80s Billy Joel stuff. Yeah. That's the only what they play. So we're going to be the third eye blind version of that. I'm into that. I'll do third eye blind, but I got to learn how to play the drums. You have to teach me. I'm not very good at drums. So I won't be a good teacher. Hmm. I bought the drum set. It's an electric drum set. I bought it to become better at drums, but. Okay. Throw some Savage Garden in and I'll be there. Uh, we will do that. Yeah. Chicka Cherry Cola. Yeah. What's that song? Um, 
Victor will know. Victor, what's the name of that song? Yeah. Like a chicky cherry cola. That's all I know. That's all I know. Okay, what's the next one? The next one is Make More Time for Loved Ones. Make More Time for Love. Well, this says loved ones, but yeah, lo- I guess you could say love too. I've got the perfect idea. Okay. Make more time for loved ones. Listen, we have so much capability with computers and phones and stuff. Don't go see them. You don't need to go. You don't need to actually make time. Stream it. FaceTime. Or just text them. Yeah. Just text, stream, FaceTime. Like they get to see you. You get to see them. You've got that barrier where you really don't have to be involved with anything. That's all you got to do. You can like, just shut it off at don't, any point. Don't go to Christmas. Don't go to like Thanksgiving. You don't need to do it. Say, hey, mom, prop up the iPad and I'll be there. Like you could just TikTok has, we were just talking about it, about TikTok live. People are literally just like streaming themselves, walking around the house. Just do that oh, all just day. Leave it on. All just time. leave it on. I tried to uh, FaceTime Victor the other day. and He didn't pick up. I was mm. trying to make more time. And he literally said, thanks for the heads up about us streaming tonight. Yeah. What are you going to do? Be more available. I think Make that, more time for loved ones, Vic. Okay. I think that's, a, that's, a, that's an all right goal. I mean, it's okay. That's kind of like the work-life balance thing. It is. It's just, uh, you know. That's, up know to, that's number six. I would say make more time for work and less time for balance because the more money you have. Well, that's kind of the opposite of what I was saying. <laughs> Because <laughs> I just said to quietly quit your job. So you want to overwork. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that would be my recommendation. <laughs> overwork. Forget your family. All obligations. I like that. Next one. Improve diet. Improve diet. Now this is a, this is a big one. This is the number one. Mm-hmm. I have made this resolution before. A lot of people have. And uh, it never works. Well, one time, one time I lost a bunch of weight. Well, that's different. Improving diet, and then there is another one that's lose weight. Aren't, isn't that the same thing? I don't think it is. Yeah, I guess not. All people are overweight. They maybe just need to eat a little healthier. Right. I would say um, this is an achievable goal with some ground rules. All right? Mm-hmm. If you only eat canned meats. That's a good one. It, you might fuck up the sodium portion of your, your diet. Mm-hmm. But you're not getting the carbs. Like a high spam diet. It's good for you. It's good for it. It could be good. Portion control. Adam says portion control is a big one. I would I would agree with that. And that's why the canned meats are great. Because, right. it's, you know, you just eat one can and that's it. I would say be very strict about all organic. No. No GMOs. No GMOs whatsoever. I don't want to hear that you've fed them any grain. If there's grain involved with this. Would not you can't eat it. It's inedible. Will kill you. So don't eat grain at all. Become a vegan. Start yoga. I don't know if that's going to change your diet, but that's like getting fit. Yeah, that'll be another. Yeah, that's a I'm different. Sure. Yeah, there's that's on there. Um, let's see what else. It has to say grass fed on everything, even if it's lettuce. If it ain't grass fed lettuce, don't want it. No. Um. Let's see, what else? Yogurt. Eat yogurt. You know, speaking of this, me and Jerry had a discussion last night that I really want to buy one of those uh, big things that you put the meat on and then you shave it off with a knife. Yeah. 
I, I said shawarma, but that's like a specific style. And then you said in Mexico they do it too, but it's not called shawarma. Right. I don't know what it's called. It's called it's called stand up El Pastor, meat. right? Isn't that what? You could cook that on a griddle. Like they have El Pastor all for the time. For sure. I want one of those big ones to shave the meat off. Of. I know. So I this is it. This is the New Year's resolution for improving your diet is everybody needs to go out and buy one of those large electric yes. spinner things with the meat piled on. And they sh- it just goes all the time in your house. Yep. I don't know how long it would be good up there. As long as it's organic. But in Mexico, those things spin around for months. So they must. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like any, I don't know, any old like diner restaurant that has the same pot with the same stock in it like all the time. Yeah. It's never empty. Empty. They just leave it in there twenty four seven. David got in there. It's El Pastor in Mexico. Is it shawarma? Is like Middle Eastern, right? But it it's is. all the same thing. Like, but it's the same shit. Donor yeah. kebabs in like Europe or Greek, you know, yeah. whatever. Same thing. It looks so good. Euros. Anytime I've seen a video of a guy slicing meat off of one of them things, and it's like in a cone shape no, because it's, yeah, conical. Get, conical. It is a conical, conical meat, stand up meat. It looks so good. Yeah, but all of it's. Like, if you cut a little too deep, it's all raw underneath. You know, well, like, you really got to shave her thin. Yeah, well, that's the whole point. I mean, that's a, basically learning a new skill, no, too. No, and it's not called a spit. Well, what they... A spit is just a spear that goes through Horizontally, something. though. You can't stand that up and call it a spit? I don't know. It's a good question. I think you can. Um, Vic says, donor kebabs are the best. And absolutely, when I was in Europe... In Germany, we had donor kebabs, I think, for every single meal. I've never had one. And I thought about it the other day because uh, David's going to remember the name of the guy, the big guy on uh, TikTok that was on. Maddie Matheson. Maddie Matheson. Um, I watched his TikTok, and the other day he made. He yells at everything. Like a pressed meatloaf of like lamb and beef and some other things mixed in. Really? Pressed it really hard, and he shaved it really, cooked it, shaved it really thin, and he made like do- essentially donor kebabs. Yeah. He didn't call it that. He called it Donair. Yeah, that's yeah. what he called it. But it's the same thing, and I was sitting there thinking, this is all over Europe, like England, everywhere they have them. This is their fast food. And he's Canadian, and a donair is really big in Canada. Well, this is the fast food in a lot of the European countries, but it hasn't taken off in the United States. If we started a, a donor kebab what, chain. What, what is it, though? Is it a sandwich? Yeah. Because you say kebab. I it's think... not a kebab like that. It's a sandwich. It's like it's like a euro, but it's okay. got like lettuce and tomatoes and, um, and they're good, huh? sauce in there and shaved meat. It's just it's it, it's kind of like a euro, but it's not exactly the same. It's got so, more sandwich principles. So the only way to improve your diet is shaved meat for sure, or, or canned, canned meat. meat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get it. Uh, the next vegan canned meat. It better be. Yeah, they better eat grass. The next one is lose weight, which I think we've already. T- well, wow, I've I've already got. Don't eat food. Yeah, liquid diet. Listen, Ozempic. Done. Check. <laughs> Check it off. You don't have to lose weight anymore. Yeah. Ozempic does it for you. I don't know what it physically does to your body, but it's got to be good for you. It's got to be. It's 100% good for you if you're if losing you weight. If you do Ozempic, then you can eat whatever you want, and you've killed two birds with one stone. That's perfect. Yeah. I like Ozempic. Solved. Next number, resolution. Number one thing to do to lose weight, take a drug. <laughs> yes. A that's, drug that you can never get off of. No, you can't. That's not generic. Because if you do, you die. That's $600 a month. It is? I have no idea. Oh, I'm sure Blue Cross will take care of it for me. I need it. I've got a little belly. I've gained some weight recently. I lost a bunch of weight. I was down pretty good. 
gained like 10, 11 pounds back. The holidays have not been kind to me. Mm. Why? I've, I've gained like You didn't get what you wanted for Christmas? Pounds. Doesn't matter, Chris. Ozempic. <laughs> You're done. All right, next one. Um, improve mental health. Um, okay. Um, this is a very generic, yeah, unachievable goal. You have to have things think- that are measurable and achievable, <clears throat> and that doesn't have measurable... Like losing weight, that makes sense. You're like, I lost 20 pounds this year. Yeah. Goal achieved. Improved mental health. I mean, this is high on the list. You know, okay, for some of this, we've been kind of uh, screwing around and talking about like giving bad advice. Yeah. But I will say, this is a, uh, this is a good one. And I, I think I know the key to this the key to improving your mental health. Okay. And I'm not joking. This yeah. is for real. I've thought about this a lot. You just got to be like, you got to purge those negative thoughts. You always got to have the positive. Now, that's a hard thing to do for most people. But when you get negative thoughts, you just have to push them out. But isn't that the battle? I mean, that's exactly the battle of... But those, that's the daily thing you can do to achieve the long term. Okay, so continuously put it in the forefront of your mind like to get rid of negative And save the thoughts. drama for your mama. How do you feel about the old... Uh, not old, but the... Uh, Daily affirmations, like people write them on their like Stuart Smiley or what's his name? Yeah, or Stuart Smalley. Is it Smalley? Yeah, yeah. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. Doggone it! People like me. Um, how do you feel about that? Daily affirmations. I I don't know enough about it to sell. Like you're talking like a motivational calendar. Well, like people will write them on a mirror, like in their bathroom, and they'll say these certain statements every Uh. day. Like every morning when they first wake up or whenever they, you choose to do it in your day, most people do it when they first wake up and they say these few statements that make them feel better about themselves like right off the bat. That's a crock of shit. I agree. <laughs> 100%. That's the way I feel about that. Okay. I, it's a big thing though. Like people are very into daily affirmations and it, I don't want people to yell at me, but I do feel like it's more of a, a woman thing like women are very big into daily affirmations and saying them all the time that's good for you i don't personally think it helps me but then again i could go back and say the same thing for what you said about kick out those negative thoughts like i can say these statements and say well that's not helping me and try to get rid of negative thoughts i mean that's a to me i find that almost impossible yeah i i don't know i think uh I think to, to counter, this is a problem because sometimes they counter. So if you want to improve your mental health, what you should probably do is drink more, which is going to be hard when which, you've made a drink glass. That is hard to no, do. No, I'm actually joking. Drinking more probably drastically. That will not. your mental health. But. You'll get that like hardcore anxiety that builds up yeah. like the next day. That doesn't necessarily Improving work. Improving mental health. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know what? One thing that I do think is a good idea sometimes, what? if you have a particularly high stressful job. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been told that when you leave your job for the day, you should have something that you do, some routine that you do, like when you get to your car yeah. or something, or like whether it's a song you listen to or like some thing that you do to like release. It's like, a, I don't know, it like tricks your brain into to believing it. Well, it's over. Like it's a, it's a mark end to that and then a beginning to the rest of your night. Okay. I see that. I, and I think that's what they believe about the um, like the affirmations. Like it tricks your mind into believing like yeah. 
I am beautiful. I have a nice goatee. Katie says, scream in the parking lot. That could, that could work. That I would agree with. The I, whole screaming I thing. I feel like it should be like maybe something I like more that. positive than screaming. No, it's like release. You get this big release of that negative energy that you're talking about. You know what would like, be a good thing people should do? Head on down to Grundy County Combat Club. That too. And punch some people. I like that. It's a good idea. Next one. Let's move it on because we got to do what we're watching. Yes, sir. Um, improvement. And then um, improve finances. Aha. So this goes back to the work-life balance one. Okay. It's like, what are you going to do? You can only pick one of those. You really things. can only pick one. You can't have it all, folks. Uh, improve finances. I mean, you just got to work. You got to work more. Get a second job. Third yeah. job. Start cleaning houses. Drive an Uber. Paint with a bucket. <laughs> get a bucket, drill some holes in it, dump paint in there. Side gigs. Yeah. That's what you get have. I like that. Side gigs or hustles, as they call them in the biz. Is that what they call it? I think. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's a, it's a pretty vague. Listen, if you want a good, good resolution, it's got to be specific. These are, a lot of these are very vague. What, what do you want me to do about it? This is Forbes, man. I'm, I'm just saying that's why people don't do them. That's a good point. We're specific. We're saying we want to record at least bi-weekly throughout the rest of the year. This is a specific goal. Yes. So improve finances, you could say, I'm going to save $100 every paycheck. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, no matter what, every paycheck, however I got to do it, even $50 or $20, whatever you want to do, even if it's five, whatever, like, put put that goal there that says, like, I'm going to take this amount of money and make sure it goes into a savings account or a dresser. In the so here's what you do. Go to betterment.com, set yourself up a cash account. It pays 45 to 5.5% interest, mm-hmm. and then auto-debit out of your checking account like 50 bucks every week into it. Yeah. You'll be loaded. Yeah. Uh, if you need a a link, then you, you let us know. We'll Chris, provide you with a link. Chris will send it to you. I also have it. Chris <laughs> sent it to me. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call it my Chris fund. Um, okay, next one. It's the last one. This is number one. And it's just like lose weight, but it's improve fitness. Improve fitness. This is a good good goal. This is, is one. If I, if I had to make a goal for myself, this would be my goal this year. To improve your fitness. Like to do any fitness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like to do literally I do anything. Nothing. And it's bad. Yeah. It gets bad. I don't do anything either. I, I do no fitness whatsoever. I don't know what you do when you hate it. This is the problem. Like people I that are into it. working out, they like like it, and they're always talking about it. How? But when I do it, I hate it. How do you get to that point where you like it? First of all, I'm never going to a gym because I don't have time to be going to a gym. No. So anything I do, I got to do at home. So you have to set up a home gym. Which I have. Everyone. I could have both legs. Everyone has to set up a home gym if you're going to improve your fitness. Otherwise, it's never going to happen. You can do body weight exercises. That sounds dumb. You Meaningless. Gotta, the problem is the only fitness that works is like lifting What if you're weights. too heavy to lift your weight? That's the <laughs> That's problem. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm even too heavy to even lift my own weight. Yeah. And then you don't want to do it. What am I going to go do one push-up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're doing it, man. Congratulations. All right. You're on it. 
All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick. He, if I gotta pick one of those goals for me, I'm okay. gonna pick that goal. Improve fitness. You have to pick a goal too. Off that specific list. Um, stop smoking. That was one <laughs> that we did, didn't talk about. You don't smoke. <laughs> you party January second, and I've done my goal. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know. I, I would, I don't want to say improve fitness because there is literally nothing in me right now that wants to do I agree, 100%. any part of the fitness undertaking. I just don't understand the, how you like it. How do people like it? I don't know. I, I understand after you work out feeling better or getting like that. But to get to you the can, point where you're doing the workout. sucks. And then you're like, okay, I don't mind jogging on like a treadmill. Yog, it's a soft jog. Jogging. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, then you read things, you know, you follow fitness people on TikTok or whatever, and they're like, don't run. Don't do <laughs> right. cardio. That hurts your knees. That's the worst fitness you can do. You need to lift weights. And I'm like, I don't have any weights. I, yeah. I have no weights to lift besides my own body weight. And I don't even want to do that, especially at home. Like we just said, I said you have to have a home gym. That'll never happen. If I'm at home, I can pick 9,000 different things that I want to do more. Like watch The Office. <laughs> yeah. What? But then the argument will be like you can watch The Office while you I will yog. tell you, now you have an Oculus. Yeah. Um, there is tons of awesome fitness stuff on the Oculus. Even the boxing game is a super that, workout. I've done the boxing but game. But then you're sweating into that headset. Yeah. Constantly. That's not good. That's gross. It's embarrassing how much of a sweat you'll get in that boxing game where you're basically shadow boxing. Oh, absolutely. The first time I ever did it was here when you first got it and you brought it to uh, the Snarf Talk studio and I boxed after we recorded. And the next day, I was sore. Yeah, I know, for sure. My upper body and everything in my core was really sore. That's what you do. You get an Oculus again. So you got the Oculus for... Drumming. Learning a new skill or yep. whatever you want to learn. Because I guarantee you there's a training aid on there for multiple things besides drumming. Oh, yeah. There's piano. There's all the musical instruments. There's fitness. There's all that crap. Taekwondo. Probably. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I will say they. Uh, you can get a good workout for Beat Saber, too. Beat Saber does. Even golf. I played golf and my arms were sore. There you go. Man, we're nailing these. So that's that's um, that's going to be my. You're going to learn a new skill. Drums. Oh, yeah. That's what I got to do. Learn and a new skill. I, I'm going to. Fitness. Fitness. Fitness donor kebab in my mouth. <laughs> I do. I am um, doing a diet thing. It isn't a resolution, but okay. I'm going to I'm gonna go on a diet. I'm going to try and go back on keto, kind of. I, I can't do that. Rough keto. So what I'm going to do is, like, no fried foods. I like that. Limp, like, if, if, uh, if you're out to eat, like, get the salad instead of fries. Yeah, or tomatoes. <laughs> Side yeah, of tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. Tomatoes are bad, man. That's uh, you can't eat them. Tom Brady Why? doesn't eat tomatoes. What's bad about it's them? a nightshade? Poisons you. It's poisonous. Come on. Human beings are not supposed to consume tomatoes. Everything is poisonous. Most plants are bad for you. That's what they say. I've heard the same thing. Tom Brady don't eat them. No plants. So is he strict like meat? Like a carnivore? No, I mean, I'm sure he eats some plants. That is a big you diet nowadays. the other nowadays. thing I found out recently? Kale. You know how that was super popular? Oh, yeah, kale. That is the worst thing you can eat. It is like a uh, bottom feeder plant that, like, takes impurities and all the crap, and it's full of, like, heavy metals and bullshit. Really? You're not supposed to eat kale. 
That's a big thing. You're it not, was for also a while. not supposed to eat. Uh, how do you say this, Jerry? Cruciferous vegetables. Oh yeah, cruciferous. Yeah, like uh, broccoli and not supposed to eat them. Huh? And anything in the nightshade family, like tomatoes and whatnot. So what is a cruciferous? I think like cauliflower, and broccoli. Cauliflower and broccoli are the only kale. two I can think of. Kale is one. Okay. Brussels sprouts. Not supposed no. to eat those. Really? They're, They're so poisonous. Good. They're good. What is poisonous? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> telling you. This is what I heard. Uh, broccoli, well, Brussels sprouts, and more. And leafy greens are also cruciferous vegetables. All right, so we're eating canned meat. <laughs> we're eating canned meat. You can get the low-sodium stuff, no too, so don't attack me. 1765 is looking for, for Chris. Chris. What does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> um, Katie uses, I use... Get healthy UTV website at home for workouts. So we have uh, Marley has Beach Body on her uh, bike, mm-hmm. and it has like all the, it's like um, Peloton or whatever. It's got like yeah. all different kinds of workouts you can do. I don't want to. I don't want to do them. That's the problem. I know. You know what I've thought? I, this is this is what I've really thought. I keep thinking like one workout that I could get into is rowing, like the rowing machines. You know who Nate has one of them. But I don't want to buy another thing that's never going to get used. But I do I feel like I would do the rowing machine for a week. I know, maybe even two. But we're saying it's a goal or a goal or what? Is, what is it? Resolution? Yeah. I don't know. I got to learn a new skill. I have to. All right. So that's what we're doing. Um, let us know what your guys' resolutions are. Nolan said um, before we get into what you're watching, how much are you looking forward to Dune Two? I can't even put it into words. I no am one. very much looking forward to that. It, it's such a shame that it got moved from this fall, last fall yeah. to the spring. It was a whole year to like next November, but then they bumped it back up to uh, March. March, right? Yeah. Yeah, that sucks that they pushed it back because we could have already seen it and already been talking about it. I'm super psyched. I got to go back and rewatch the first one, I, which you just did. I was just going to say, I just watched the... So are we into what we're watching? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, okay. we are. I just watched the new Dune or the first Dune uh, movie again, and it is incredible how fast a two and a half hour movie, a two hour and thirty five minute movie, goes by. It still it blew me away the night that we watched it in theaters, and I I don't think I've sat and watched the whole movie through since then, except for the other day. And again, I'm watching this, and all of a sudden it's over, and it's been. Two and a half hours, I was like, my God, this is so good. Because you're, I was just so into the movie. And again, I, 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 I enjoyed in the first movie how there wasn't like a large, I wouldn't say story arc to it. It was just a lot of world building. Yes. So it felt and like it, it just drops you into a place in time. Yes. And then it just kind of ends. And you move, and you move through that. You like, you move through what they're doing in that specific time. Yes. And then it's just like they get to this place and it ends. And, it sucks like that it just ends there because you want so much more. Like I want to see everything that's going to happen going forward um, Luckily, because I know what it is. Book, yeah, so. I, because I, and I think that's why I know what it is and I want to see that happen on the big screen again. <laughs> you know, and I know Vinu is going to do a good job because he's already done a great job. with. The I will say one. based on the trailer alone, I'm. <clears throat> So much. I liked the first one, um, but like I said, it doesn't give you a lot of meat. Um, it's beautiful. I love 
loved watching it. Um, it's mm-hmm. an experience for sure, but it doesn't give you a lot of the meat of the story. So I'm very much looking forward to this trailer. It looks like that's really going to push everything forward, the whole narrative. Well, Dirk Steele said 16 minutes ago, meat is the key. There you go. He knew. Give me the meat. It's all about the meat. Canned um, or otherwise. I will talk about something that I watched. Or, um, I finished, well, let's talk about one that we both watched, I know, because okay. we watched. We both watched uh, Chappelle's new special. Yes, just last night. Yeah, last night. Me too. Um, again, huge Chappelle fan. I think probably Big time. undisputed. He's probably top 10 all-time comedians. Yeah. Um, of the last 10 years, he's probably top three you know, I would I would say so. Um, his last two or three specials that have been on Netflix have been I thought phenomenal. Yeah, but a lot of them were borderline comedy, sometimes story. You know, based. He's gotten more story based, um, like big time stories. This one out the gate, I thought started really strong. I texted Jerry, and I'm like, the first joke was amazing, yes. solid. Um, and, and what did I text back? Just wait, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it just was disappointing overall. You know, I, I just didn't, it didn't have a lot of, um, it didn't have a lot of narrative to it. And mm -mm. a lot of the jokes weren't really jokes per se. They were more just the way he sets things up and punches them down, which is great. Like it's solid. It's still entertaining. Don't get me wrong. And it's short. Mm -hmm. It was very short. Um, but I did like the whole ending the story he did at the end. Yes. That, that worked really well. So like it started really strong. It ended pretty strong in the middle. It just kind of gets lost. That's how I felt. The middle is completely lost. I did not enjoy the middle until he said he was done, you know, walked off stage, took his jacket off, and he came back out with just like a black shirt on and started smoking a cigarette. It got better there. Um, but that's like the last 12 minutes of the episode, or of the show. So you didn't have much to go off of there. Like, that's all it was. The whole middle there for 30 minutes was boring to yeah. me. So I it, would say, like, if you're a casual Dave Chappelle fan. I think fan, he came out way too strong because it was such it was like two jokes right in a row in the beginning that just were hilarious i was laughing my ass off in the beginning of this and then he just dives into just kind of nothing it just didn't play out into anything so not his best special by any means now i would say watch the first 10 minutes of it because it's absolutely hilarious if you're if you're a Chappelle fan, obviously you're going to watch it anyway, so we don't need to say anything. If you're a casual fan, it's definitely skippable. Yeah, agreed. That one's off the list. You got anything else? I got I got four more things. Um, yeah, I've got one that I was just telling you. Uh, I finished. No, I have one episode left, so I haven't finished it yet. But this won't be for everybody. It is. It's called Blue Eye Samurai. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's uh, in anime type show that Netflix did on their own. The art is absolutely beautiful. It's just, it's based off of, it's like in the 1600s. Uh, it's a girl. Um, it's basically Mulan, but an adult version of Mulan. And it's a girl. Uh, she's like a, kind of like a, they consider her like a dog, like a dog that you didn't want, like a stray animal that you don't want because she's like a half blood. So a white person, uh, and then her mom was Japanese, and she's got blue eyes. So they knew right away, like, she's like a half-blood person, not full Japanese. So normally they would just get rid of him. But she's hidden as a boy her entire life, and she becomes a samurai, like, throughout her young 
life and then she gets older she becomes a samurai and now she has this like vendetta to go back and try to kill the white men that were in the country in japan um it's a cool story and i really like it i don't think it's for everybody um it's way more like rated r than i would have ever believed in anime so that was very shocking to begin with i won't say that's it wasn't bad it just shocked me that that's how this story was going because i didn't expect it but overall it's got really good action and it's fun to watch um i don't know where i'd rank it on my shows but i think it was a fun show to watch that was different it was just like different than anything i've seen in the last five years yeah really even. I, you're you had me interested in it so i definitely want to watch it so blue eyed samurai on netflix it's interesting um next one i got is one because we haven't talked in a year um on air or personally at all we haven't never um other than this week Mm -hmm. um and i felt like it was kind of a very mediocre year for content in general yeah i would Um, say so but i went back and i finally finished last week um the rest of loki i haven't finished that i've only seen the first two episodes so i watched like the first two or three before i got in this weird office kick (laughs) yeah and i was loving it and then i just i got caught up because it was a week by week thing, and I didn't catch like the last three or four episodes, so I finally went back and, and binged them. Um, just a freaking masterpiece, I feel like. Just a really solid offering from Marvel that's giving you something different. Um, I love where it's driving the MCU. If the MCU is still even a thing, I have no idea. I think it is, After but the it's... disasters they've had this year. Yeah, um, but if the MCU is still a thing, this is a great direction for. But now the main villain is done he's not in yeah there's anymore gone um he's going Kicked to jail out. or something yeah now. i think so <laughs> um he was good he was great but he's replaceable because of the idea of the storyline itself that it's a multiverse i mean right. obviously they can replace him with about anybody um i just think it's 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 probably cementing its place as one of the best if not the best marvel show really I think it's up there. I mean, if I'm thinking of my top shows, I'm thinking of things like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, Moon Knight I really liked. Um, I'm sure there's ones I'm forgetting about, but I'm forgetting about them. So Right. Um, but Loki I'm not forgetting about because it's very interesting what they did with that show. I, I have to get myself to watch it. For some reason, I don't know why, I haven't had that like passion to watch Loki. Like, I, I didn't and I either, loved and the, that's why I put it down for so long. But when I finished it, I'm like, you know what? This is a really solid relic. And I loved show. the first season. I thought it was great. There's no reason why I don't. I shouldn't go back and watch it. And I think season two is immensely but, better than the first okay. season. Then I, I'm going to, I'll probably, as soon as I leave here, I'll at least watch one episode. And I think Tom Hiddleston is amazing. Incredible. Yeah. He's just perfect in that. I love the evolution of that character in general. Yeah. Like it's completely different. I mean, this is the truest sense of the word of seeing like a massive evolution of a character and the way they handle it is perfect. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, so this was a while ago now, but how did you feel about uh, the Witcher season three? That is one that I've watched in this past year. I don't know. Do you remember much? Unfortunately, um, I'm struggling now. I'm sure if you give me some highlights, I can probably remember in general everything to it. It's not sticking out to me. I, I remember enjoying it quite a bit. Yes. And um, that, but it's not burning into my memory like the other seasons. That's what I was going to say, is that it, it didn't play out 
for me. I remember there being several episodes that really disappointed me and um, like not moving the story forward the correct path. It frustrated me. It was frustrating at times. But, um, I mean, overall, still, obviously, one of the best shows of all time. Yes. Um, I don't know where it's going to go from here. I I was really disappointed by the idea. I had the, the idea in my head was that it was going to... When they rebooted it, they were going to go back in the past, and mm-hmm. it would be like a younger version of, you know, Geralt. And um, it's not that's, that's not, not what they're doing. Going to be. They're going to continue on the story, which partially I'm like, okay, that's good, I guess, because I do like that storyline. But at the same time, I don't know. I, I I'd have to rewatch it again. To be you honest. argued with me and said that it was still going to be good if they continued on with the same storyline. I think it could be. It could be <clears throat> depends. How I don't they know. Do it. Yeah, I guess there's there's a possibility of anything, but. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be, but it is one of the greatest shows, The Witcher. If you have never watched it, I would say go watch it yeah, immediately. Anybody. I know people Re- that regardless, aren't, aren't into fantasy, yeah. any of that, and they love that show. Regardless of what I say or hey, man, what we've man, said about... Every, I, I, everybody loves that show. Yeah. But like I said, regardless of what we said about season three right now, you have to you have to see it. It's incredible it's like a spectacle i kind of feel like that that way about the next show i'm going to say is to show that everybody would love and that's reacher yeah that was one i was going to bring up too um reacher season two yeah it's not done yet no it's not done um i think it comes out on thursdays um and i this is one when it popped up a few weeks ago that it was back marley was excited she's like oh you really enjoyed the first season i texted you the day that it Came and, out and I was just the day after. I went so. to watch it, and she wanted to watch it, and I'm just like, ah, I don't know. I I just don't. I'm not feeling it. It had been too long since the first it, season. It was that is a downfall. And the first episode I thought was not great. It was very slow. Mm-hmm. And but then right after that, I started getting deep into it, and uh, it's just a great show. I because they get deeper into the storyline of this season, and that's when it starts to pick up. Like the first episode, like you said, is just. It's a setup episode for the entire season. It just wasn't didn't land very well. But once they get the group together and they start going through the story, it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it, and I like I like the whole cast. It's just a fun. You know, I'm a really big fan of Jack Ryan mm-hmm. that show, and I still think I like Jack Ryan more. I think it's just a better done show. But, yeah, um, it, you know, Reacher's a badass. I would say the reason I like Jack Ryan better is because I think the acting in Jack Ryan is better. For sure. And like there's over, more strategy. Like yeah. There's more plot. <clears throat> there is. Reacher's very much at times at times like a mystery, but a lot of times just kind of like a beat-em-up action. It is. It, but like I said, I, I really, there are times in Reacher that I'm like, Ugh, I don't like the way they act sometimes. Like even Reacher himself, like, Sometimes I'm like, man, it just seems to... He's not the best actor. No, he's not. I'm not. That doesn't take away from the show for me, personally. No, I, I agree. But it's, it's just it, me nitpicking between those two shows, and I would say Jack Ryan has done better than what Reacher is, but Reacher is a fun time to watch. For sure. Um, next one, you got one, or I got two more? Um, I'm sure I do. I didn't write anything down. Okay. Well, I know one that you've watched that I've watched that's going to be a topic of conversation, and that is Rebel Moon. On Netflix. Rebel Moon, the new Zack Snyder movie that came out on Netflix. Part one of, uh, ostensibly, I would two. say three. I thought it was just two. I don't know, but uh, interesting thing about this that I heard, don't know if it's true, but this was Zack Snyder's Star Wars script. 
oh. that um, he wrote for Disney. Yeah. Didn't get picked. I don't know if this was to be the, the, the what the new trilogy was going to be, mm-hmm. or this was just another series that he was developing. Because remember, there was a time when they had like four or five trilogies in development. Yes. After, you know, Force Awakens had come out. Yep. So I'm guessing this was not to to replace Force Awakens and stuff. It was going to be his own trilogy of movies. Because they gave, you know, Ryan Johnson was supposed to have a trilogy. Somebody yeah, else, all of that was Kevin set up. Feige was supposed to have a trilogy. Yes. You know. um, Zack Snyder, I've never, you know, I've never been the biggest fan of Zack Snyder. Um, I like some stuff. I mean, I liked Batman versus Superman. I liked the Justice League Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. I liked some of the stuff he did. Um Rebel Moon was interesting though. Um I I at first very much disliked it because it looks very chintzy cheap. The acting is really poor. That that's what hit me right off the bat. Is the, the very beginning of this movie is cheap looking. I mean it, and I I told you before, it looks like they're on a stage. It looks like they're standing on a stage with props around them and like a canvas backdrop. Yeah. Some of the time when they're on the farm and stuff right in the beginning. I did not like that. It, it, you and definitely get Star Wars vibes. You do. It feels very similar, very similar to Rogue One at times. Yes. Um, but I, I, it just caught me because I was like, this is on Netflix. Zack Snyder did it. They had to have dumped so much money into this production. It should not look like that. I would agree. Yeah. And they sh- And they absolutely could have gotten, I don't mean to tear them down, but they could have gotten better actors. Now, I will say where we differ on this is at some point, I actually started to enjoy it. I was able to get past the campiness of it. Um, So towards the end, I actually did like the second half of the movie. And by the end, you know, I was almost like upset that it ended because I wanted to see more. See more, yeah. So I'm excited about the next one. But this movie had no real plot. I mean, it has a plot, but it's very loose. It, it, and it doesn't give any of the characters significant backstory. No, it's put together the main weird. Character, I guess she gets some, but there's a lot of jumping around, like going to it, recruit these heroes, but you don't really get any backstory on them. You have no emotional connection to any character. In none the, in the show. There's definitely some interesting and cool scenes for sure. Yeah, I would agree. Overall, um, for your general viewing audience, it's probably a, a, a miss. Like, don't don't need to watch it. Yeah, you could skip it. Um, I, I agree with you. I don't know how TV up. shows can do better at their, like the Star Trek shows yeah. are infinitely better looking. I know. Than this. And how is that possible on a, it I'm, shouldn't be. I'm assuming $150 million Netflix budget it's or something. Be. You know, this had to be a huge budget. I don't know. But what I will agree with you is towards the end, it picks up to where I did enjoy it more. D- definitely towards the end. And I'm going to watch the second one. I have to now that I've put this time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Put this time and effort into. I think, the, and I think the second one could be better. I like that, it. Should be. I like that they were to trying honest, to be. do a world building thing. Yeah, they just they like move too fast. I don't understand, which is crazy how it moves too fast in like a two and a half hour movie. Well, and this is what I'm getting at. Somehow well, they were able to do it in those original Star Wars movies, which were like ninety minute movies. I, I know, and they built these worlds in a way that were natural, and like I guess it's because they just kind of put you in there. Yeah. They didn't have to try to explain everything. But this, it's like, how can they not be able to achieve the simplicity of what they achieved in... I think it's too much. They're just trying to do too much. 
But that was only three movies. You know, those first oh, three Star Wars movies are three 90-minute movies or however long they are. I, they're and, not much longer than that. And they're able to build this whole world that persists for decades. Mm-hmm. And in this two-and-a-half-hour big-budget Netflix thing, they're just not able to connect all those dots. I just don't think they're structured as well. Yeah. Like, I, Star Wars movies were structured very well where it was like intro – Certain things happen, end. Yeah, it like was, it was, the, uh, the main structure, the hero's journey. Yeah, is done perfectly. This is just trying to fit too much into all of that, which takes away from every character. It felt they're, they're going so many places and doing so many things, and then they introduce so many characters. And it happens in all of his DCU movies. I know. too. it's very similar to like Justice League and things they try and do where they're trying to just pound too much stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, and there's too many people to try to track and follow, and and you're never going to learn about any of them. Yeah, because they've got so much to cover. There's a great twist though towards the end, and that kind of redeems a lot of the movie for me. Yeah, no, I agree, and like I said, I will definitely go back, uh, or I will go and watch the second movie when it comes out in April. I believe it's dropping in April. Oh, is it that soon? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. At least yep. they're not making it wait two years. Oh, I know. No, that's what gets me really excited is that we will get to watch it again soon. Which I think everyone should do, but I mean Hollywood's Hollywood. I don't know how they do any of that crap. Who knows? Uh, what else? I got one more. Uh, let me. I don't really think I have anything. I mean, I've watched a lot of stuff. Survivor. <laughs> I've definitely watched Survivor, and it is still wonderful. Um, I, yeah, I've watched like Kitchen Nightmares was out. I yes, Kitchen Nightmares, that. Hell's Kitchen, which is still going on. They've kind of taken a hiatus because of the the holidays. So this recent season of Hell's Kitchen hasn't finished yet. Uh, the finale, they should be starting this week, I would say. I tried. I, I watched the first few episodes. I couldn't get into it. I'm going to try again. But I love Hell's I love Kitchen. Kitchen Nightmares and MasterChef, but Hell's Kitchen's it's hit or miss for me. I love it. I love Hell's Kitchen and MasterChef for sure. MasterChef should be coming on soon, oh, like in the wait. spring. I think it was just finished in the summer, right? MasterChef? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it finishes in the summer, but it starts Amer- early. American it starts Idol in spring. should be coming back out. That's what should be starting soon. In February, probably. I forgot about that. That's got me excited. Yeah, except That's for the greatest show. I love it. But the the whole audition part, I don't care for. I watch it. Um, last one I'll say, I went to the movie theater. Oh, that's yeah. That's a thing that still exists. That it does. Go to. I went today. What'd you go to? Uh, migration. Oh, really? How yeah. was that? Uh, it's good. It's a good little flick. The boys loved it. Um, ran into Fields. Oh, nice. So we all watched the movie together. That's funny because we ran into them when we went to the movie yeah, last week. Yeah. That's strange. Not there at Texas Roadhouse, but still. Oh. Roadhouse. Uh, uh, yeah, Migration is good. It's a quick little movie. It's fine. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani is the main voice. Oh. Aquafina. You know this actor? Yeah. Actress? Oh, okay. She is in every single animated movie that is ever existed in the last four years. For sure, yeah. And she's in this movie, and two of the previews that they showed, she's in those. How is this possible that this lady is getting cast for every single voice part of a weird character? She's got like a, a weird, interesting voice. Is that what it is, you think? I don't know. I, think, I like her. I have no problem with her. I just find it you don't incredible. Like no, I find it incredible that she is... The only one that is in all of these movies. Like, 
Every cast has changed, but Aquafina is in every animated movie. It's insane. Um, well, migration. Yeah, we were going to go see that, but um, I, I feel like I could wait for that to come out. You definitely can. You don't need to see it at all. <laughs> no. I think Jet and the kids will like it. But well, we brought the kids and we went to see Wonka. That was my vote today on what I wanted to see. I got outvoted three to one. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a very enjoyable movie. I will say, I, I, I guess I had heard because they in the previews they didn't let on at all that it was a musical. It's a musical. Well, they didn't let that on in the previews. I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't seen some TikTok video reviews where people were saying, "Why don't they advertise that as a musical?" Because there's oh, more people that would. Go I knew see it, it was a musical. I felt like it did get advertised that way. Um, I love musicals. Love them. Um, I. I Marley really liked it. The kids liked it. I liked it for sure. Yeah. I wasn't like huge into it. It was fine. It was a good little, good little watch. Good, good movie. The music, I feel like other than a couple of the songs, like um, it was all original songs, except for they do um, the main Willy Wonka song. Like, yeah. If you want to see. Yeah. That's <laughs> very good. That part was really good. Um, it's a good story. It's, it's a good movie. It, it definitely is a good movie. Um, I feel like a lot of the songs weren't that catchy or they were very slow. Yeah. Which I thought was odd. That is odd. Um, but overall, it's like an origin story to Willy Wonka. Yeah, because it's before he started the Chocolate Factory, right? Or like the buildup of him yeah, starting it's, no, it. it's like before he started it. Like he's getting off a boat with nothing and making his way. And then it probably ends with him starting the Chocolate Factory. Well, I'm not going to give it away. But that would What's seem the, like the not, natural progression. I would say that that's what's happening, yeah. So overall, I liked it. I think I would like it if I watched it again. I'd probably like it more. Um, How is Timothy Chalmay? Phenomenal. Really? He make he makes it, man. He he nails that role. No that's, kidding? That, so there's certain, that's the one I was worried about. There's the most, certain honestly. things about it that I really liked, and he was really good. In that okay. Movie. Well, now you really sold me. I, I want to see it, but um, I was worried about him in that role just because I didn't. I don't know. I didn't know if he could be. He was really good. There was a lot of um, really good side characters. Um, there's these two characters that have a real Matilda vibe, like because it's okay. you know, a roll doll. I don't. Obviously, this is an original screenplay, but right. Um, they have a very, very. It, the whole thing has a very Matilda e vibe. I felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was great. I mean, it's it's. It's definitely worth seeing. I don't know if you need to go see it in the theaters, but I probably won't. No, it's been out long enough now. I probably won't have time to even catch it. So, I'll, that's one of the ones I'll catch on Prime. And to be honest, like I've never been like the biggest Willy Wonka Charlie no. and Chocolate Factory fan. I would like to go back and watch the Johnny Depp one. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that one more than any of them. Well, that one I believe was uh, more faithful to the source material. Roald Dahl famously hated the 1970s one with Gene Wilder. Really? Yeah, because I did I, not I know that. It wasn't uh, faithful to the book. I've never read. I don't know if I've ever read the book. No, I never. I'm read. sure I read it when I was a kid. I don't know. I think it's something. You Why? Read. I think it's something you read in school. I didn't. I remember reading Charlie in the Glass Elevator, so I feel like I wouldn't have read that if I hadn't have read the first one. Probably not. Yeah. I, I also find it odd that they never made that into a movie. I didn't even know there was a book. Yeah, that's the sequel. Like at the end of Charlie and Chocolate Factory, yeah, he goes up in the glass elevator. I, I know that. Okay. Well, there's a whole other book, and that elevator goes like outer space to like a space station, and there's aliens. What? That's probably why they didn't make it. 
But Net- for real? But Netflix has the rights to all the Roald Dahl books. Wow. So they, because they made like a, they came out with a Matilda musical. Yeah, recently. I watched that. Um, so they're making. That was interesting. Charlie in the Glass Elevator. They're making a new remake of the BFG and a couple other of the books. I think they're doing James and the Giant Peach. Okay. Again. So anyway, um, Wonka, definitely a good feel good family movie. It was definitely a good like one to go to at the holidays with the family. Hmm. Okay. I'll have to watch it. I'll watch it at home then. You know, we got out of that and I was telling somebody about it that I wasn't like, I liked it, but it wasn't like phenomenal. And, and they're like, well, yeah, you probably don't like musicals. I'm like, I freaking love love musicals. musicals. Like the greatest showman I recently rewatched. It is one of the best movies. I was just thinking about watching that the other day. Uh, well, when I, when I watched Dune that day, I was like, maybe I should watch the greatest showman again. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch that. And then Dune came up, and I was like, oh, watch this. Yeah. But I was literally just thinking about watching it because I do. I love music. So good. I really love uh, Sweeney Todd, the Johnny Depp Sweeney Todd. Uh, I don't know movie. that I've ever seen it. Man, it's so good. I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. It's, I've seen bits and pieces. But. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I like it a lot. It's not for everybody, but that's just the story. You know, the demon barber on Fleet Street. You know what movie I've been having a hankering lately, and I don't know why, to rewatch? Gangs of New York. That's a hell of a sit. I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, but it's a lot. It jumped in my mind the other day, and I'm like, man, I really want to rewatch that movie. It's so good. Or There Will Be Blood. Oh, yeah. God, it's so good. Did you watch the new Scorsese movie? I have not. What is it called? Children of, of the Flower, Flower Moon. Moon. It's like three and a half hours. Yeah, and I've heard very mixed reviews. I haven't heard good reviews because I've heard most of it being not that the material's bad or like the script is bad, but that it's three hours and like forty minutes long, and it really could be a two-hour movie. Mm. It's like there's so much of it that just plays out that doesn't need to be there. Need a director's cut. Speaking of that, Rebel Moon supposedly getting a Snyder cut. You told me that. Well, I didn't say that they had a. I didn't say they were coming out with a Snyder cut, but he said specifically before it was ever released, I have a cut of the movie that they did not use, and I think my movie is put together way better than what was released. Why are they doing this to? I don't know. Is it to all filmmakers or just him all the time? Because I don't know. The Snyder cut of Justice League was. It wasn't like two x better. It was like ten times better. Uh, yes. And why didn't they just don't they just let these people make the movies they want to make? Exactly. I don't know. I have no idea why, but he and so that was why I was originally really excited to watch this movie. And then I saw this that Zack Snyder released that statement saying, I've got a director's cut of this movie that I wanted made. They didn't do this. Uh they put together something different than what I imagined. Um and then I started thinking, like, oh no, is this gonna suck? Like I feel like this is gonna suck now. And it got me really nervous. Then I started watching it. I don't think you can really change. You're not going to change the scenery. I guarantee you, like, how it was filmed and stuff is going to be the same. So that is what it is. You can make it darker with more slow motion. <laughs> Probably have more explosions. And um, well, real quickly, because I think we're coming up to our time here. Um, where are we at? Two hours and two minutes. All right. Anything you're looking forward to a lot other than Dune? Other than Dune? I'm kind of looking forward to this new Echo show that's in the Daredevil oh, yeah. universe. Echo's coming out. I forgot about that. 
That I, looks ne- good. I never saw anything about it until just recently, and I saw Kingpin was in it. I don't know yeah, if that's the, was in it or not. That's the only thing I saw was a trailer with Kingpin in it. Um, yeah, that looks good. But other than that, I don't. nothing is popping up in my mind that I'm really excited about. What about um, Madam Web? Never even heard of it. Oh, you haven't seen the trailer for that? I don't think so. There's a new Madam Web. It's in the Spider-Man universe. It's coming out this year. Really? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Looks interesting. I did watch that new Spider-Man movie. Oh. I texted so you about good. it. Yeah. And you never responded. I forgot. Yeah. Isn't it good? It's incredible. I think the way that one even looks. That's the best movie of the year for is me. Is way better than the first one. For sure. Yeah. Um, it's such a good movie. In the beginning, I liked it, but I was like, ah, oh, this is just as good as the last one. But as it progressed, holy crap. It's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, it's absolutely those fantastic. Guys are nailing it. Yeah, that I would agree. That's probably my favorite movie I've seen recently, like within the last six or eight months. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's very good. What Marvel movies even came out this year? I mean, I didn't watch the Marvels. I didn't watch the Marvels I, either. I, I didn't. You know, Aquaman's out now. I probably won't see That's that. That's not a Marvel movie. Well, I know, but I just mean superhero movies in general. Was it this That's year it. that Doctor Strange came out? No, it was last year. Yeah. There's got to be other stuff. There's Secret, not much. Secret Invasion I never watched. I didn't watch it either. Man, we're just really... There's nothing There's nothing that's came out with, especially the MCU recently, that's been very good. Deadpool, uh, we get Deadpool 3 this year. Yeah, that's shaky right now, though, too. I'm excited about it. I'm very excited about it, but I think it's shaky with Disney getting their hands involved with it where they shouldn't be. It'll work out, I'm sure. I hope so. All right, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, that's it for our very first episode of 2024. New season. And of the last year. Yeah. It's a big, this is a big deal. We actually didn't record a single episode in 2023. No. We just left that year. We, we're going to forget that year existed. Done. It wasn't a particularly done and done. great year. For yeah. <laughs> no, that, that is done. I agree. For either one of us. Yeah. So, let's move on from it. Yes, 2024, completely different. I'm going to learn a skill. You're going to get fit and we're going to record at least once every other week, if not every week. I I'm into it, but you're going to get regular episodes of snarf talk again. hundred CCs on tap. We will stat. cross 200 this year. Oh yeah. That'll be easy. Well, it wouldn't be easy. Well, I guess it we won't be have like 40 something. Yeah. 35, right? Right. 52 weeks in a year. So if we 30, only do 35 more podcasts, if we only did every other week, we wouldn't get it. That's right. So we do have to have some. It's an admirable goal if we can we can close out next year, twenty twenty four, with our two hundred extravaganza. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Be with a cake, we can have a cake. This fucking cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That's all we got this time. All right. Well, I will say it right now for Snarf Talk this week. I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See ya. Bye.